and gentlemen, making their way to the ring from parts unknown at a total combined weight of Derek's 13 abs, the team of Tim the Bearded Dragon. My whole life has been a lie. All of these people were Brutus. Derek, your brown meat baby face and straight edge sex symbol. The Three Jabronis Podcast! And your red wine sex symbol, the Big Jad Booty Daddy. Well, whether you like it or you don't, you better learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Yeah, dig it. They are the Three Jabronis. You're too damn selfish, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. What am I, Maria? 23. We're live, oh, pal. You can't redo yeah, it. Yeah. Nope. Oh, shit. Welcome. We're on episode 23. It's the Three Jabronis podcast. It's the Michael Jordan episode. This is the brown meat baby face. Straight edge sex symbol. <laughs> Who else is here? <laughs> I'm the one and only new bearded dragon. Your people's and, champion. And I am the red wine sex symbol. The big jad booty daddy. Guys, I'm thinking about moving to parts unknown. Somewhere where people move a little fucking faster. (laughs) What's wrong? This is why I don't fucking live in the South and why I will never live in the South, because people are so fucking slow. Uh, No offense to our Southern listeners, but you guys are fucking slow. I don't know. People in Tulsa drive like... Tulsa's not the South. That's the Midwest. Yeah, it's in the Southern part of the Midwest. Okay, when I'm talking the South, I'm talking like Georgia, Virginia... You know, the real South. So the real South. The Confederates. The real South. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just driving and shit. Like, I I don't know if it's because I'm too hurried to, to do something or it's because I am the only one in the world that has something to fucking do. But people drive so slow. They get in the drive-thru and order fucking 15,000 things off the fucking menu and I'm there for one coffee. So I got to sit behind three assholes ordering ten sandwiches. And then the They're dumb, fat. The dumb shit in Dunkin' Donuts is just standing there flirting with some fucking 14-year-old girl. I want my fucking coffee, and I want to go. All right, I got shit to do. I ain't here to fucking bend over backwards for all you slow, dumb shitheads out there. Yeah, slow, dumb shitheads. You fuck Get out of Tim's way. We got a yeah. podcast to do, bitch. No, I they, just... probably didn't rec- they probably didn't recognize you. They, If they knew it was the bearded dragon, they would have... I was about ready to get out and fucking or stunner somebody. <laughs> Uh, I was sitting there wishing I had Johnny Polo's cane so I could just beat the <laughs> shit out of somebody. He's golf should have RKO'd him on the car. I popped for that, by the way. Spoiler, we're reviewing Royal Rumble 94, and when Raven showed up on my screen as Johnny Polo. Oh, my God. I, I love that. <laughs> was he Scotty Flamingo at one point, too? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I don't know, but it sounds cool. Let me look it up. That sounds <laughs> Scotty? too cool to pass up. Scotty Flamingo. Oh, yeah, he was. And Scotty the Body. <laughs> and Matt Man. Scotty Flamingo. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm awesome. I'm living mm. my best life. I'm back on Central Time. I don't feel like a bag of shit. So. Yeah. New year, new Let's us. go. Yeah, new, new, new year, new uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Welcome to 2019, everyone. New, new year, same jabronis. That's right. Yo. Yo. That shit's finally Look. died down. Thank God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I thought I was going to die the other night, but that's cool. Uh, Why? Like Dr- driving to parts unknown? Be like ran yeah, off the road and raped in a ditch or something? Yeah, man. I was worried for my life. Like, fucking Maine doesn't have very many lights. It's dark as fuck driving at night. Yeah, man. It's Maine. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. bum fuck well, USA, man. 
Yep, clearly. And like I was going down this road where it was just like woods, basically. And I'm like, this is how I die. Yep, this is a horror movie, and we know how black people fare in horror movies, so I'm fucked. Uh, that changed now. They, yeah, they well, keep the black dudes alive now. Well, so. Maine probably hasn't gotten the, the message yet, so yeah, I was yeah, I was horrible. very worried. Yeah. And then I thought I was getting catfished, and it was just a. Yeah, I was like really a I was really paranoid. Wrong turn type of deal. Yeah, so, man. Hillbilly demented fuck's gonna come out and rape you. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking die right now. No, this is no. how <laughs> I figured it ending. No. I forgot Sable was women's champion. I have the '99 Rumble on in the background, and she's hobbling so down the ramp. Hobbling. Uh, yeah, so we're going to jump right into this. Um, for the Ugh. next coming weeks, we're going to review a couple different Royal Rumbles. Are we letting the people choose one, or are we just saying fuck them? No, no fuck, fuck the people. Them. All right. If <laughs> you guys responded to some of our shit, we would include you. All right? Yeah. I'm no, let, you us guys know, let us know what your favorite Rumbles are. are but yeah. Fuck off. Let us know so I can just tell you to go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I'm going full yeah. deal today. Fuck you, assholes. people that give us a reason to do a podcast. Fuck you in the face. I do this podcast for one reason, one reason only. Me. This is a strap match? Sable and Luna are in a strap match. I hope Luna fuck, beats yeah, they the are. fuck out of her. Luna doesn't look too bad without Luna, like all that stupid stop, makeup. Stop. stop. Even main when squeeze, she was Luna Vachon? Even when she was in glow, she looked bad. Listen, I said when I said it didn't look bad. I didn't say she's beautiful. I met one of her uncles or some shit at the Deerfield Fair a couple years ago. He was a Vashon. I don't remember which one it was, though. Mad, not Mad Dog. Isn't he dead? Uh, yeah, oh, he like, just died, right? This was like five or six years ago. Uh, it might have been Mad Dog, actually. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> what do we... Right, let's get, to, let's yeah, get to some wrestling. Yeah, what do we got to talk I mean, about from Raw? From Raw? Yeah, let's start this off with Raw, right? That's what we're, that's what we're doing, pounding through Raw and SmackDown, because they were both heaping piles of shit again. Are we doing news and rumors at all? Or what? Fuck, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I mean, the biggest news of the week is easily fucking All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, buddy. Uh, no. No, it's not. It's the tampon match. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Technically, um, that is All week. Elite. I mean, we all kind of thought it was coming. Well, we all knew it was coming. Yeah. But, um. I'm psyched, man. It's official. Tuesday for those Dynamite. Guys, man. I hope I get the channel that the fucking show's on. Same. Did they announce it yet? No, no but it's supposed to be called they're Tuesday in, Night they're Dynamite. In, they're in talks with like some a few apparently. TBS few, I uh, saw was no. one. I heard they were actually gonna, uh, reach out to Turner. We might find out on Tuesday because there's some big like rally going on January eighth. Yeah, and Vince is keeping a close eye on it. Is it January eighth? Yeah, it says uh, double or nothing fan rally taking place January eighth, five p.m. outside of TIAA Bankfield, Jacksonville. That's Parking so lot funny. Of course, it's, of course, it's Jacksonville. SmackDown's in Jacksonville. That's that was, hilarious. The owner of is the Jaguars. Really? The owner of yeah. the Jaguars is one of the backing people of all the league. Oh, I know. Oh, but yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just really interesting that SmackDown hmm. is in Jacksonville on Tuesday, and that's when the rally is. Oh, could maybe, you imagine if All Elite invades SmackDown? Maybe okay. the Young Bucks and Cody and Brandy are going to dress in camo and rent a tank and <laughs> drive over to SmackDown. That would be incredible. <laughs> it's fucking something they would do, too. They already did it, though. Not the camo, but... yeah. Um, so yeah, I saw they were looking out, they were reaching out to TBS, Turner, they got the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, this rich fuck. So, uh, they got enough bankroll. 
Yeah, I mean... Who are some big names involved already? Jericho? Has rumored he... to be involved. Um, I mean, there's only only ones like for certain are obviously Cody, Brandy, the Young Bucks, and um, Hangman. And, oh, Britt Baker. I was going to say, I saw something Britt Baker signed, too. I think yeah. Brickhouse Brad did, too. Or Brick Up and yeah. Brad. Yeah, and, and Buckhouse Buck. Yeah, yeah he might be... Brick up, Brick up and Brad might be too good for us now. Yeah. But... We We're got a great constellation. We, we have a great constellation lined up in the coming weeks. David Relig will be making his podcast debut. Yeah. On Three Jabronis. Is that confirmed? In the next couple of weeks. Don't fuck with me. I'm not fucking with you. Is, is this? I make things happen. All right. I network and I make things happen. David Relig will be on here. Right after I the think- Royal Rumble. I well, we vaguely, have... I vaguely remember tweeting Brutus the Barber Beefcake last night, asking if you wanted to be on. <laughs> I'm almost I got a notification on, about that. I'm almost giving up on the beefcake. We're beefing right now. But no, man, beefcake 2019 Hall of Fame. You can't give up after one week. I listen to listen, you fuck. I've been on the beefcake train since day one ish. All right. <laughs> you, my friend. Saw the love I was getting from the beefcake and decided to jump on the bandwagon. I I've been grinding this shit out. Any bandwagon. I've been. I was providing support. (laughs) I was making him realize how big of a fan, how big of fans we are here on this podcast. Don't fucking come at me just because you shaved your beard and you're fucking angry about it. Beefcake's name. If I didn't bring it up, stop. You're you're probably. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, Mr. Ed Leslie. Um, we have so. we have a pretty big guest today, though. Probably... We do. Well, let's wait. Let's wait to make sure that guest is confirmed. <laughs> I'm 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 talking to the guest right now. All we're right. we're we're good. We're working on it. All right. Uh, all right. So, what else we got for news and rumors? I think really that's <laughs> that's like the. All right. I gotta ask you guys this opinion on something. Uh, this tampon situation. For those oh, who yes. don't know that are listening, I uh, made the rounds last night, this morning, I think. Uh, this, uh, what the fuck is her name? Nobody cares. Uh, Priscilla pulled, Kelly. Pulled out an allegedly used tampon and shoved it in her opponent's mouth. Mm. It is mm. disgusting. Yes. It is not needed in professional wrestling. Um, people are saying, I've read comments and shit where people are like, oh, you guys want to complain you want the Attitude Era back, but you're whining about some tampon being thrown in somebody's mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> there's a big difference there, you fuck nut. All right, slap nuts. Yeah. A used tampon, used or not, it's disgusting. She needs oh my to God. be fucking fired from life. I would hope that that's <laughs> not, like, legit, like, period blood on it, and it's just, like, a, some kind of prop. Well, she tweeted and was like, man, wrestling is fake. Meh. And Road Dog is like, fake or not, you're a fucking gross-ass bitch, so get the fuck Dude, out of here. Dude, Joey Ryan went in on Road Dog. He was like, <clears> talk, <'cause throat> he saw Road Dog's tweet about it, and he was like, yeah, you guys weren't saying that back in the 90s when Mae Young gave birth to a, a hand and we saw her goddamn placenta. Yeah, nobody took that hand and shoved it in their fucking mouth. This is a bloody used-ass tampon. Yeah, I mean, I I get where Joey Ryan's coming from, he's but he's not guy, really. Right? Yeah, the the dick guy, famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan. Yeah, you're the fucking <laughs> Joey Ryan. I'll fucking slap you with my dick. Um, f- 
fun fact, real quick, about Joey Ryan. I, mean, I was watching All In with my buddy who had never really seen... He'd never seen Joey Ryan before. And I was oh. like, dude, this is going to be your favorite wrestler ever, I oh guarantee my God. you. <laughs> and Joey Ryan comes out, <laughs> sucking on his lollipop with his fucking dicks, sur- dick druid surrounding him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, that, this is my fault, favorite of all time. Favorite all-time wrestler. Dick, oh, dick wrestler Joey Ryan. If I'm going to watch a homoerotic wrestler... It's going to be Effie. All right. I don't know if you guys have found Effie yet, but it'll change your life. <laughs> you haven't? No. Oh, fuck, man. I'm going to send you Effie. Okay. Derek, do you know who Effie is? No. Oh, man, he's a big wrestler on the indies. I know who Effie is. No, no. Wait. Effie. Effie. E-F-F-Y. Effie. He's a big wrestler on the indies, and he's fucking incredible. But he's so homoerotic. It's just, it's, it's one of my favorite things ever. So those of you that think I hate gay people, sit the fuck down. It's E-F-F what? E-F-F-Y. Effie. You will not regret it. Watch his videos of Effie and the agent. It's fucking incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen this guy. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, this tampon business, I, I, I could have oh. done without having this in my life. That's for sure. I think, yeah. For sh- I think everybody could have done without it. Yeah, I just don't see the point. What, what's the? F- I mean, and I didn't watch the whole match. I don't know the setup, the story they're trying to tell, but I'm pretty sure the story isn't a tampon eating match. So, no, it was you do honestly. Just so for, it was get- a first blood match. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's what somebody said. I wonder. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Hurricane. I think he said. I wonder if this was a first blood match. Oh, oh really? God. Yeah. That's why I love Hurricane. Yeah, what we should do. In all seriousness, what we should do is when our guest gets on, maybe ask her. Well, yes. I just spoiled it to her. I'm ask her her opinion. Since, I mean, we can get the female take on it that way. We don't seem like sexist, sexist fucks that don't know what's going on. And she's kind of, you know, in the business, which you'll find out more about later because we're going to do a little interview with her. But, a little you know, interview ski. I'm pretty sure yeah. she wouldn't want to be force fed a bloody fucking tampon. Dude, I'm not. I you can't speak for her. I'm just saying. At least I said I'm pretty sure. Say that too. I don't think it's sexist to say feeding your opponent a bloody ass tampon. I don't think that's sexist. I think it's Listen, we're coming disgusting. off. We're, we're coming off 2018, where everybody was fucking offended about right, everything. New I'm year, just trying. New year. I'm just trying <laughs> to protect the integrity of the podcast. Fuck, stop going in on me. I will fly on a plane and punch you in the dick. No, you won't, you bitch. Yeah, I won't. I'll probably just hug you instead. <laughs> I'm a cuddly I've, I've seen guy. a lot of uh, women wrestlers saying that they think it's disgusting and it's like a disgrace. A lot. I haven't seen one stand up for her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't like bash her too much because I know she's really young. So she's, mm. I feel like she's just trying to do something. Completely. I think she's 21. I read. Yeah, super young. Um, so I'm in full but, of cum or blood. Well, not really. yeah it's just i feel like she was just trying to do something like innovative or whatever and she just she just didn't get it but yeah i I mean no that had to have it it had to have it's it it's not all on her because it wasn't a legit bloody tampon i mean come on let's it had to have been something set up before the match nobody in their right fucking mind is going to reach Anyway, we've dedicated too much time to this. Could you imagine? <laughs> we've dedicated I, way I, too much time to this. Um, I did some homework for the podcast. This is other news. There were some nudes leaked this week. Oh, yeah. I did some homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I wanted to get to the bottom. I wanted to get to the bottom of this. And uh, what a disgrace the world is to post these. Who was it? Tony Storm. <laughs> what? Tony Storm. My girl, yeah, Tony Storm. Yeah, and I like her. I like her a lot. Uh, the best part was Paige tweeting her <laughs> in support. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least she's not a fucking hoe bag like you, Paige. Because I'm still upset that you let your boyfriend blow his load on the title. Anyway, don't go look at the nudes. Don't support shitty-ass people like that. I only did it because I'm a research analyst for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a broadcast yeah. journalist. Broadcast damn journalist, damn it. Yeah. Needed to do Investigative journalist for the three jabronis. So I had to get to the bottom of it. Needed to do my due diligence. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing special, to be honest with you. It's just her, uh, her playing the DJ a little bit. Yeah. So. Tony and the ones and twos. Flicking the bean. But it's all right. Before we get too offensive, any other news and rumors? No, before New I day, maybe Dunzo again. Who? New day. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's nothing that hasn't been rumored the last like year. Yeah, but it's getting big rumors now. Year, like three years. It's been it's yeah. getting a lot of traction now, though. The story that is. Although, I I didn't necessarily see that they were breaking up. I saw that there was going to be a change. Switching up, yeah. Yeah, so that could mean maybe they're going to use them as singles. Well, I had also read a, a part of that was Big E and Xavier have been pushing heavily for Kofi to get a singles run. Yeah, dude, they, nobody wants Kofi to win the world title more than yeah. Xavier Woods and Big E. Uh, dude, they do it on pay-per-view too, which is great. Like, it's, yeah. it's obviously, I love that they're not trying to be selfish about it, but they're like, look, this dude deserves a run, and they're pushing for it. Like, that, like that's cool shit. I mean, Kofi even mentioned on SmackDown that he'd ne- yeah, he doesn't even get a shot. Yeah. <laughs> like Brock Lesnar doesn't even show up for work. I've been here for ten, over ten years. I don't even get a shot. Yeah, we've spoken at length about this. About they don't need to break a group up. They don't have to feud with each other. There is no reason why all three of these guys can't get singles pushes in some way, shape, or form. Xavier Woods is never going to be a world heavyweight champion. Most likely not. No. He's a good mid-carder. He could be an intercontinental champion. He could be a U.S. champion. You, yeah, you absolutely. Know, for right. sure. No um, doubt. Big E. Big E could have a huge future. He, that dude is incredible, and he's funny as fuck. Yeah, he could easily be a world champion. For sure. He's already been a mid-card champion. He could, yeah. he, he could be a world champion. Um, Kofi has worked his fucking ass off and grinded it out for 10-plus years. You know, it's... There's no reason to break these fucking dudes up. But if they were going to mix it up and add somebody to the New Day. Oh, boy. Our truth. I was going to say, well, I don't know. Apollo Crews. Add a white guy. I was going to say Carmella. Hmm. They do have awesome chemistry. Like back hmm. last year's Micmac Challenge. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Those, vin- like, those videos they shot and posted on Instagram were hilarious. Yeah, I feel like if they were going to add someone, it should it should be a woman. Interesting. Maybe that's the change the dynamic. Girl, uh, what is Bianca Belair? I don't know how how good she'd be with the New Day though. Yeah, true. So her gimmick's a little different. The only thing that concerns me about that, Bailey would be a good. Well, Bailey like would be good. That is a big that right there. What concerns me is a lot of times when the New Day are in situations with females or women, they tend to divert attention to certain things about the women. And uh, not, like, objectify them, but make it known that, like, they're checking out certain assets of women. 
and Bailey has a certain asset that I would hate to see them, like... Objectify. I, I hate that fucking word, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to Hone in it, on. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. If they bring a, a woman in, I want it to be on an equal playing field. I don't want them to be, like, googly-eyed looking at Bailey's ass and making inside jokes and... Or not inside jokes, but innuendos and shit like that. But it's something stupid that Vince would do. And then he's going to get a Me Too lawsuit on him. I'm surprised he doesn't have one already, honestly. He's got so much money to bury that shit. There are so many allegations against Vince and sexual harassment and sexual assault. It's not even funny. I mean, there's there's video documentation of it over yeah. on, on Ron. <laughs> I mean, look at the shit that he did with Trish, man. That, yeah. Stacy. Yeah. Tori. Yeah. Um, that would be my only concern is that if they brought a woman into the group, she wouldn't be treated on an equal playing field, and she should be, depending mm -hmm. on, you know, the woman. But that's my concern, just because based on interviews and stuff, and I just watched one, I think it was with Charlie Caruso or something, where they were, no, it was JoJo. Mm. And they were, like, blatantly just pointing out JoJo's ass and, like, balancing a box of bootios on it. And oh, yeah. Oh, you know yeah. What I, I mean? remember that. I don't I mean, want to see you, that shit. You can't. Man. You can't ignore JoJo. No, no, not you at can't all. JoJo's that, beautiful. She's got a fucking Ooh, fantastic booty. But I don't want to see oh. a woman brought into the group just to be an object like that for them to have new, fresh material about. You know what I mean? Yeah, treat her more. I want to like, see an equal member of the team, like Nikki Cross with um, Sanity. Yeah, dude, Nikki Cross with New Day. Book it. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I want an equal member of the team that, it, you know, I don't know. I mean, call me old-fashioned. Bring Effie in. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got for news and rumors? Uh, how the hell did we forget this one? Uh, mean Gene. Mm. Well, oh, Jesus that should Christ. have been the first thing we said. I mean, it's been almost a week, so it makes sense. But we'll that be doing sucks, the 10 salute. Oh, yeah, poor Mean Yeah, Gene. no doubt. That that guy, poor fathead. He was the greatest of all time, greatest interview of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Right. Yeah. No, the great, greatest wrestler of all time, Mean Gino. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I meant. You fuck, that's exactly what I meant. He was great in the ring. <laughs> it was. He'd fat hand people. Do you do you guys like see his bloopers and shit? Um, yeah, man. Oh, they're they're fucking gold. Did you see him play Tutti Frutti on the piano with Hulk Hogan on bass? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, it's there and it's I think incredible. That, I think that was on the uh, VH1 behind the music. Uh, it was straight off the um, the wrestling album they did. It's so good. But yeah, Mean Gene. Put that oh. cigarette out. Fuck, I got a whole new respect for Mean Gene when I watched Legends House when that came out. And I just fell in love with Mean Gene. Yeah. Then, he's, you know, just... he's a staple of our, our lives and our childhood. I yeah. wish, honestly, I could have had like a martini with that dude at some point. Because I feel like he would be so fun to hang out with. Dude. I, wish, I wish he was my uncle. Uncle Mean Gene? Uncle Mean. <laughs> did you guys watch Legends House? Yeah, no. I did. He's just like drunk half the time. It's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm sure. <laughs> he was he was also kind of like, like, creepy grandpa. Mm -hmm. Like whenever whenever that oh, yeah. ghost would come in, he'd mm -hmm. kind of be like. Hum, hum, hum. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he it's played that Gene, so he played that old and ignorant card so well, and he knew exactly what he was doing. 
Oh yeah. But when I just watched him on Edge and Christian, it was an old. I don't. I think it was an older episode. He was on there, and another announcer was on there, and they had to do a competition. Oh, Sean Mooney. Yes. Oh yeah. And Mean Gene's just like he got to the age where I didn't even realize he was almost eighty, but um, he could just be an asshole, and it was funny. Because he's mean Gene, and he's old, and he's an asshole. <laughs> but it's just funny. Because he called him, like, a douchebag and shit. <laughs> it's just... Speaking yeah. of Edge and Christian, though, like, he was just on the new episode that came out. And I don't know how far back it was when they recorded it. Uh, but yeah. he looked better. Like, he, his face looked thinner. He looked, like, healthier. That shit so, I mean, I guess... filmed a year ago. Yeah. I mean, it was... It, I read something like he had really bad kidney problems or whatever. That's why, like, his arm and his one of his hands were so big. Oh, yeah, the dude got, like, six kidney transplants or some but, shit. It was some yeah, outrageous man. number, and I was like, what? what? At what point do you just go, no, we're done. <laughs> we're done giving you kidneys that we could give to some 20-year-old that really needs a kidney. Thoughts on, and maybe we can hop in a raw after this since this kind of... It has something to do with it. Thoughts on us getting Hulk Hogan on Raw this Monday for a Mean Gene tribute? Who gives a fuck? I think it's smart on their part. Yeah, if they're trying, I would if, bring that racist if, piece of shit back. Yeah. I would rather Ric Flair. Yep, he's gonna be there too. Mean Gene. Mean by God Gene. Well, he he even tweeted out. He was like, "You're always gonna you'll you know you'll forever be mean by God Gene or something," which Dude. is cool. When I mean, we, when I think uh, of Mean Gene Okerlund, like the three like like wrestlers, we, I think of alongside him are Hogan, Savage, and Flair. I think <sighs> Flair. Fuck Hogan. Yeah, I'm a, I I think Flair, especially after we reviewed that Starcade, and um, it was Flair and Mean Gene. You know, Mean Gene was picking yeah. Flair up at his house. They had the, they had this relationship, and they talked One about. It. You didn't get that with Hogan. Best. What you got with Hogan was. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Yeah. But that's, that's fucking iconic. I'm a dumb fucking racist piece of shit, and this dude's going to make me look good. I agree it's iconic, but, but fuck it. Yeah. Like you, I'd that's much like, rather Flair. You, You're getting it, Flair. It, it should, it, it should, uh, yeah, but it should be just Flair. I mean, mm -hmm. I, get, I get they're trying to work Hogan back in the mix or whatever. He said his apologies. He's trying to make his amends. He's changing his life. You can't see me, but I'm doing the air quote shit right now because I don't know if I fully believe any of that bullshit. But... Like, you're just starting to reintroduce him now. You do with Crown Jewel, and now you're going to bring him in for, like... You know what it reminds me of? It kind of... And this is, like, a totally different level, and I'm going way over the top here. But it reminds me of The Raw when we found out Benoit died, and every, they do this huge tribute, and then they find out what's going on. And the next night, Vince is friggin', like, tail tucked between his legs, like, oh, we don't condone this shit, blah, 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 blah. It's like going from one extreme to the other. You're going to just reintroduce this dude now for a couple minutes on Crown Jewel, which 85% of your audience probably isn't watching. But now you're going to have him, like, in a big tribute for a legend? I mean, there were, like, mainstream media was covering this death. Yeah, well, what better way to get people to like Hogan again than by using something as sympathetic as Mean Gene's death? That's their exact 100%. thinking. That's their exact yeah. thinking. That's why. That's why I said it's smart because they, the first time they bring him back, it's in Saudi Arabia, where they, they know nobody there is going to boo him. Yeah. And then, you know, that not many people are pro not as many people are watching it, and like even if they are, they can't really do or say anything about it. And then the next time they bring him back, it's. I mean, obviously this wasn't planned, but for Mean Gene's, you know, 
It probably was. Close. And I mean, Gene's honor. Like, if if you uh, boo anybody during like that kind of a ceremony, you're an asshole. Oh, them assholes. Regardless of a token, they might but, like, start chanting CM Punk. No, fuck that. Oh, can you imagine? I can imagine. <laughs> I really can. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they do Raw because Mean Gene was there from uh, pretty much the start, you know, like, and he was a huge staple of WWE, WCW. I hope they bring Sean Mooney back. I'm curious to see how they run this episode of Raw, and especially where it's the first live Raw. It's the first live Raw of the new year, right? Yep. So it's a big show. No, it not Paul White. Uh, Lesnar comes back, right? Well, let's Lesnar, Cena. Let's talk Stroman. about this. Let's talk about this past week's Raw, and where they're going to go with this coming week. <clears throat> um, what, what happened? Oh, Dolphin Drew had a pretty good match. Right yeah, Dolph Steel Cage, right? Yeah. Drew, uh, what'd you say? They're writing Dolph off of, re- off of TV. I don't know if you guys noticed his Twitter account and shit. He's going on a stand-up tour. He's one of the big names popped up to leave WWE and go to uh, All Elite. They made him look strong, though, I noticed. Like, even though he lost, but, like, he kept getting back up. Like, yeah. Showing that, showing that babyface spirit. So I'm like, oh, is he full babyface again now? Or is- I've got to be honest with you i've never been a fan of dolph ziggler really i respect his work you know and his dedication but i think it might be his name dolph i fucking hate that ziggler that's even worse yeah um, they did fuck up his name from the start i don't know I've i don't never, know i kind of like it now I, i've never I, really, I thought it was stupid at first but i think it's just growing on me i've always looked at him as uh, i mean he's a Shawn michaels ripoff that's all he is and he, he's not even, he doesn't even try to disguise it. He blatantly rips Shawn Michaels off. Shawn Michaels has even mentioned it before, yeah. too. And I think that's a huge reason why I don't like him. Like, you're not even, like, trying to pay homage to Shawn Michaels. You are just blatantly ripping Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn. You know, Mr. Like, Perfect. Mr. Per- you are ripping all of these people off and not even, it's just stupid, like. I don't know. I just I've never been a Ziggler fan. I've respected him. He's a good worker for sure. Um, I think the when I really the only time I really liked him was with him, AJ, and Big E in that world title run against mm-hmm. Del Rio and shit. I think it was when I like was like eh, I kind of like Ziggler, but when he got was, one of the biggest pops, yeah, on Raw when he cashed in. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. I I think of him taking a step away and taking a break. From TV and stuff is a good idea. I mean, hopefully this is an actual break, not like the one fucking last year. No, go to All Elite. <laughs> Leave WWE and go to All Elite. He could thrive I would love, there. I would love oh, he, to see that. Mm-hmm. He absolutely could. You know, and there's no... This is. <clears throat> I am excited for All Elite because I, I love healthy competition. There is no reason why two big wrestling companies can't exist. You know? Yeah. If I mean, it's done right. I mean, I, it's going to be hard for them to compete with WWE. I think it's more them competing with the Ring of Honor and New Japan at this point. But I don't know. I, I, I'm on the other side of that. I think this is a huge opportunity, and I think they will compete with WWE. Maybe down the road, but not right away. Depends no on their chance. TV production quality, and it, it depends. I mean, the people are so tired of WWE's rehashing, recycling storylines. They don't even wait a year or two. Every three months... It's the same bullshit we're fed and fed. And the only reason everybody tunes in is because it's pro wrestling on a big channel that is easily accessible. 
that's why WWE is so big. If Ring of Honor was easily as accessible as WWE or New Japan or any indie, I would be tuning into that more than Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Because I'm oh, tired. I'm tired of WWE just doing the same shit every fucking week. So, I, and I think there is a not a majority, but there is a big group of people that feel the same way. Oh, yeah, right, no, I, I 100% agree. Quality-wise, for sure, but like as far as getting eyes on it, like mainstream-wise, they can't compete. Yeah. If Turner they, picks they up, need a big name. If Turner picks up, if TBS or TNT air All Elite Tuesday Night Dynamite, it could be Tuesday huge. That's what they're calling it, man. That's what they, I'm telling you. That's what, you know what the copyright they, was put in for, or the trade. They would need to get their the equivalent to WCW getting Hulk Hogan. Like they would need some something a, that I don't big. think so. It's a different age, man. It is a different age now. Back then, you people weren't tuning into indies. You know, your Joey Ryan's, your dick wrestlers, and your tampon wrestlers, and you know, they get somebody like Aldis, you know, Nick Aldis or something on there. Like, these are bigger. It's it's a different world we're living in, and a different time we're living in. That they don't need a Hulk Hogan. They have a Cody Rhodes. But I digress. The one thing that the one thing that worries me about it is that I feel like it may be like. WWE obviously serves mainstream. So you have the hardcore fans, and then you have, like, the... I don't know. I can't think of the word I want to use. But, like, just the general fans. Like, the general passerby viewers. You got I your marks all, and your fans. Yeah. All, all Elite, I feel like, is going to, at least at first, target... Not necessarily target, but attract such, like, the niche crowd. Like, like us. Us three... And, you know, everybody that watches NXT, like, people that people that respect and watch for great matches and a work rate, not necessarily just to be entertained. Pro wrestling fans. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling fans, not sports entertainment fans. Mm. But, I mean, I think, it. you know, if they do it right, it could catch on. I agree with Derek. I don't think it's going to be overnight or at first. But I do think But when they... the fuck did I say it was going to be overnight? You didn't, you fucking twat. I was saying I agree with Derek that, yeah, you know, you. it'll take some time. It's not just going to start off right away competing, but I... When did I say it? I definitely <laughs> think that they'll get to that level. You Put fucking words in my mouth, you piece of shit. Fuck that Dunkin' Donuts line, because you're a real fucking cunt today. No, it's because of assholes <laughs> like you I'm sitting in that fucking Dunkin' Donuts line. <laughs> I don't you go to Dunkin' Donuts. donuts. Do I think dunks taste like shit. You taste like shit. How the fuck do you know what I taste like? I, heard, I think I heard fine. from Derek. So, I mean, crickets. All right, crickets, so Raw. <laughs> Seth Rollins had a great promo. Um, yes. He, yeah. All right, uh, fine. Way to cut. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Is this when uh, Triple H announced there's no automatic rematches? Well, they, they kind of announced that last week. Or the week before, I guess you would say, because technically this was last week. But. Yeah, kind of just reiterated it. Yeah, we never really touched on that. Mm. I kind of like it. To an extent, like I feel like they, there should be rematches. It shouldn't be automatic because it gets fucking ridiculous. That's what makes feuds so stale. Mm. Yeah, I could agree with Derek. I don't think rematches should happen overnight. But <laughs> <laughs> you're such a fucking dick. <laughs> no, I dig it. It breaks. I, up. I always thought there should have been like a there should have been like a claw. Like AJ Styles, if he like, losing the title after having it for over a year, 
he should get a, he gets a rematch. Like that's there should be no question about that. But someone who has the title for like a month or maybe less, they don't deserve a rematch. <laughs> like Zack Ryder got a, a rematch for the Intercontinental title after losing it the night after. Like mm. there there shouldn't be a a rematch clause in your contract because you didn't have time to have a, a contract. Like there shouldn't be that shouldn't be a thing. I I agree, and maybe it should depend on the title. Yeah, like if Brock Lesnar loses the Universal Title, he should get a rematch. Yeah, fans just, will love that. I mean, you know, it's kayfabe wise, just because you yeah. know. Yep. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I like if Ronda, Ronda Rousey, when she loses it, because she's had it for a while, she should get a rematch. Well, she also created the women's wrestling movement. So. One hundred percent. She should get a rematch. Like they didn't even give Cedric Alexander a rematch right away. Like the motherfucker had the title for like mm-hmm. eight months. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I I think you lose the title, you should have to earn, you know, because there are other guys out there earning and working for it. You know, I I agree with this. I don't I don't think there should be an automatic rematch. Agreed. Yeah, uh, I think unless, it's like I you think said, it's yeah, it's in certain situations and stuff. And I I like when they if they do get a rematch. Sometimes when they're like. Yeah, you'll get a rematch, but just not yet. Not yet. Mm. Like they may wait. Like that's how they used to do it. Like I feel like in the back in the day, like if they got a rematch, they sometimes they would wait like a couple months. Yeah, for, it like, mean a, something. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Um, but I did. I was confused by this because I think it was the week prior. Triple H was out there cutting a babyface promo on the crowd and how they're the authority now and shit. And then he's out here kind of cutting a heel promo on Seth Rollins. I don't know if it was heel. I mean, it was heel-ish kind of, but it seemed more like to motivate, not to to cut down. I, I know what you're talking about, mm. but I... I mean, it automatically puts him in a heelish position because you got Seth Rollins, who's arguably the top babyface in the company right now. I don't even know if that's arguable. But it, it automatically puts him in heelish territory. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they have, like, a specific, like designation i think you're an authority you sometimes you're nice sometimes you're not uh yeah i'm just tired of seeing authority on tv i mean vince did this vince did the same thing with aj it was like a motivation thing yeah but it was way better <laughs> it was way better. Well, yeah because he did it first <laughs> yeah he fucking smacked the shit out of aj styles <laughs> but i yeah i loved that i loved that rollins from i love that fire no pun, pun intended Burn it but down. um yeah, like, and if you like, in the mentioning Brock Lesnar, that's like the second time he's done it. I'm it's getting me po- excited about a possible uh, Lesnar Rollins. Yeah, they're definitely planting the seeds for sure. I, I feel like they, they have to be right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's obviously the direction they're going is Lesnar and Rollins. I hope so. It's... Uh, let's keep it moving. That, keep it moving. Apollo Cruz, big big night for Apollo Cruz. Yeah, what the fuck? I I just saw that he had w- won the battle royal, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. He must have just you know a little sneaky win. No, motherfucker eliminated eight people. Yeah, what yep. the fuck? <laughs> what? And like gorilla press slammed like four of them. <laughs> what what gets me, and what I think is really dumb, is he eliminates eight people. He looks fucking strong as fuck. For no reason but to be fed to Dean Ambrose. But it was this com- should have he waited. looked good in that match. Oh, he did, but yeah. this should have waited. The uh, the match for the title shouldn't have happened 
later in the night, and if it did, there should have been some kind of wonky finish. I don't know. I think it was okay, just because he had literally had just had a battle royal, so he was obviously at a disadvantage already. And the fact that he took Ambrose to the limit still made him look good. And that that wasn't the direction they're going. The Ambrose. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that wasn't the direction they're going with Cruz and Ambrose, anyways. So I kind of I was fine with it. So you think I this think is I a one off? You don't think Cruz is going to get? You don't think he's in the IC title picture now? No. I mean, maybe he'll he'll get another shot later, but I still feel like they're going with Rollins and Ambrose at some point. I think that's done, bro. I don't know. Rollins was saying he wants Ambrose. Yeah, and Triple H said it ain't happening. Well, not, not tonight. It's not going to happen. Rollins is going to win the Rumble, and then his focus is going to be on Borkley. Well, I feel like he's going to lose to Ambrose again, and then win the Rumble. Because hmm. then it won't seem like he can do it. <laughs> I'd rather see Ambrose face somebody else at the Rumble. Not not Apollo Crews, but like an Elias or a Bobby Lashley. That's the part where or, or I, feel like Rush. I feel like <laughs> I feel like they might have painted themselves in a corner with the whole no rematch clause thing. Just because so now what? Like you had Apollo Crews. I, I agree, maybe like I see it both ways. Yeah, you can say that he lost the match because he was at a disadvantage because he had the battle royal beforehand. But you could have gotten another week or maybe even two out of it. Instead, it's like, okay, so there's no rematch clauses. You already blew through Apollo Crews, and he's not going to get a rematch. He can't use the excuse, oh, well, I had a battle royal earlier that night, so it wasn't fair. So now, do do you have another battle royal tomorrow night? Right. On Raw? To get hopefully. Hopefully contender? so Zack Ryder can get on TV again. No, I, shit, right? I agree with Jad. This is... Now they have no number one contender for the IC title. I'm telling you, yeah. man, I still feel like they're going with Rollins and Ambrose because well, Ambrose was talking about Rollins in this promo, and fine, Rollins man. was talking about Ambrose in his promo. Well, Roll- what is Rollins going to do to get that shot to become the number one contender? Well, he beat Bobby Lashley. He's going to beat Bobby Lashley this week because he got disqualified. Okay, but uh, why is beating Bobby Lashley making you number one contender for the IC title? Shouldn't you? I don't know. That's Apollo what Triple Cruz? H said. He should have beat Apollo Cruz because Apollo Cruz was the number one contender for the IC title. Yeah, but he goes back to the, he goes to the end of the line now. This is see, this is dumb. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. <laughs> anyway, let's move on because there's I think no point in trying tea. to make sense of any of this shit. Um. Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Ember Moon defeated the Riot Squad. Cool. Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, we touched on that. Um, BTW, by the way, for the, you fucks out there that don't know what that means, if you're not following Leo Rush on the Instagrams, you're missing, Get out, on it. You're missing out on life right there. Dude. Yeah. Did you good. watch the video where you got the new TV delivered? Yes. Fuck. Leo Rush is the man. Dude, his, his whole, like, Christmas... Instagram, we're fucking priceless. Mm. Mm. With this family, so good. Um, Heat Slater and Rhino versus Ginger Mahal and the Sings. Who cares? Well, two MB. Yeah, oh. Rhino randomly rehired. Hello. Yeah, Santa Claus. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Rhino Claus. Yeah. Apollo Cruz lost to Dean Ambrose. Took him to the limit. <laughs> um. Ronda Rousey and Natalia versus Tapina and Nia Jax. Who cares? Yeah, not bad. Now, a lot of people aren't not enough. I don't say not enough, but a lot of people aren't talking about Tamina and Nia as, po- as possible tag team champions either. That would be a good direction for them to go. I think they're dominant. 
I some say mowing women. <laughs> my title! My title! Uh, I think that would be a good direction. It'd be a surprise. It's ma'am. You know, it would be it's a good ma'am. surprise there. I wonder how, do you think they're going to do a tournament? I would imagine, yeah. Or they're going to do yeah, like a battle royal. I don't royal. think there's. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do a battle royal to be in the tournament. Yeah. It's going to give the tag titles to Triple H. No, Shane. No, Shane McMahon. Yeah. Let's just get titles handed to him. Yeah. Yeah, well, Triple H buries everybody. He never puts over new talent. Fuck out of here, you fuck boys. All right, let's move to SmackDown. Yep. New Day declares its New Year's resolutions. I don't know. That was the first headline that popped up. Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe. Why is this being only put on SmackDown and not like a pay-per-view? I I don't know. Kind of dumb, right? To me, this is a pay-per-view worthy match. Read. Well, wasn't it supposed to be on TLC or whatever, but that card already had like 87 matches on it? Probably. And so that's why I got bumped, which is shitty. They should have saved it for the Rumble then. Well, I'm sure they'll have a little thing in the Rumble. Let's, I mean, we got we to talk about the only thing really to talk about on SmackDown. Oh, the man. return of John Cena. And the man. Yeah, but the return of John Cena and his hair. And the debut of his hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his hair got an attitude adjustment. Oh, boy, did it ever. Uh, what a spot for Becky, huh? Talk, yeah. Honestly, that they were. I love how much he put her over. <sighs> Big time. I mean, just being in that spot for one, but even after the show, I don't know if you saw his interview with Mike Rome on like on WWE Twitter, but it was like four and a half minutes, and John Cena spent like three and a half of just, literally just putting Becky over. Yeah, that's I, I was kind of touching on that, but I just mean like overall, you know, between being in the segment with her, the tag match after, and then, you know, the Mike Rome thing. I just, it it makes me not worried about Becky's future because clearly they're, they're not going to like pull back a push for her if they're having Cena kind of give mm-hmm. the nod. I mean, and let's be real, whether you love Cena or hate him, you're sick of him, or it's good to see him back. I honestly, I kind of like when he's on TV now because it's not so much being pushed down. I'll be happy when Roman eventually comes back. I'm still calling it in the Rumble this year. He'll come out number 29. He'll have his appearance, and then he'll go off and continue his battle, and then he'll beat it and come back and probably get shoved down our throats again. But uh, I just, I, I love that. I love that they're using quote Cena's power for good here to make Becky an even bigger star. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I I love when Cena's back now too. It it's such a it's just a big deal. Like I was watching um the MSG show, well, not watch the show, but like clips of the uh, MSG show last week, and um Cena came out, fucking huge pop, mm. huge dude. And then the other night, uh, Corbin was supposed to face Strowman, I guess, at a live event, and Strowman wasn't there, so they had like a mystery opponent, and it was Cena, fucking roof blew off man i'm just like yo that's this is fucking john cena it's fucking cena we forget how big of a deal he is he's he's honestly and i don't think he's gonna reach well maybe he has reached a level but he he's like the new rock but at least he he owns it and i'm not saying the rock didn't own it but it just seems like he owns it in a different way i think it's probably because he comes back more often than the rock did the rock was gone like straight up for seven years 
Mm-hmm. Cena, you know, I don't think he's been gone seven months. What do you but guys? I, oops, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what so, no, we're talking. We're talking about Cena. No, I know. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, if he won the Royal Rumble and broke Flair's record at WrestleMania? Um, I don't. And you involve Flair in the storyline somehow, giving his endorsement of Cena winning the Rumble. I'm o- I'm okay with Cena breaking the record at WrestleMania. I don't think he needs to win the Royal Rumble to do it, though. Like we don't need to see Cena win the Rumble what the third time. Yeah, that that needs to be for somebody that needs to be boosted to the next level, and like that's Shinsuke not Cena. Nakamura. I'm sick. I'm sick of no. seeing the repeat winners. You know, it's like the same people. Like for for a point, we saw what. Uh, but you guys loved it when Triple Austin H did it. Well, yeah, I mean, it made was... sense though. Yeah, because Austin was still like one of the biggest stars in the company. Even through that whole time, like there were still other big stars too. Like, like, did we really need Triple H to win another fucking Royal Rumble? Do we need Randy Orton to win another Royal Rumble? Goddamn right, we no. Do. <laughs> no, we need somebody like Shinsuke Nakamura who's going to do nothing with it. No, that's he, what I don't need. want him to win. I want him to leave WWE and go to All Elite. All yeah, right. but he should have. He should have done something like that. Fellas, I, I still don't think it was a waste of him winning the Rumble. They just fumbled it after. You know what I think is a waste? Not having our guest on the show. Can we add her in now? I don't know. If you would like. I'm doing it. All right. We got her on. We got her on. You know her. You love her now because you hear her all the time in our intro. We got our girl, Lauren, on the podcast. What's up, girl? Hey. You couldn't pronounce her last name. Yeah, I didn't even attempt yeah. it. <laughs> I was so wondering what was going to happen with that. I'm like, are they going to mess it up, or are they just going to skip it all together? <laughs> what is, is it? Job or... Patisse? Patisse. Close. Ah, I was going to say that. I was going to say Patisse. Of course he were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to, too. <laughs> I'm the dragon. I'm always right. Who it's says all right. Patisse? Lauren is just fine. You sound like a jobber. Get out of here, Jad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Lauren? I'm good. We're excited to have you here. Yeah, this is good. This is fun. Uh, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. What got you into, because it's not every day you find a, a woman who is really into <laughs> Just end the sentence there. Not every day wrestling. you find a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is true. <laughs> my, my esteemed co-host would shut the fuck up for a minute so I could <laughs> ask this beautiful woman a question. It's not every day you find a woman that is heavily involved, but let alone really, really loves pro wrestling. How did you get into it? Um, well, I've been a fan since I was a little kid. So my dad got me into it, actually. Um, <clears throat> he used to watch, like, uh, what was it, like, Superstars on Saturday morning or something. Mm, and yeah. uh, I remember at first I was like, oh, what is this nonsense? I don't want to watch this. And then I would just, I don't know, I just started watching it, and then I got really into it, and then I just stayed hooked, and then, like, I don't know, he kind of didn't really care anymore, and I was, like, I just became, like, a super fan, and then I was just hooked from there, and uh, and then I ended up making friends with people that were involved in the wrestling business, and so it kind of just was, like, off and running there, so I guess that's it. <laughs> so you do announcing on the indies and stuff, right? Yeah. Damn. And didn't you do some work with... Didn't you do some work with Ring of Honor, too? A little bit. I did a tryout for them in June. Um, they have a new facility in Baltimore. So uh, they had this tryout, and you have to apply, and they only take, like, a certain amount of people. I think it was, like, 50. 
And most of those spots are reserved for wrestlers. So they had like two or three open spots for like announcers or uh, interviewers. And there was like me and one other girl. And um, and so I, we got to have the tryout, which is like pretty sweet because um, it was it was so limited, you know, um, it was. Oh, my God. What an amazing like learning experience. And I got to meet some really talented people and everything. So it was really great. Um, and then I, I have gone and helped out at one of their shows. Uh, they were in Philly. Uh, I think it was August and, um, and I went and helped out and I got to, um, lead the meet and greet line. Cause basically what you do is like you, you go and you, you offer to help out and, and maybe if you're a wrestler, maybe they'll give you a match. Maybe they'll give you something. You, you just want them to give you some sort of responsibility. So, uh, so I just showed up and I was like, Hey, I'm here. I'll do anything you want me to do. And, uh, and they were like, we need help with the meet and greet line. I'm like, I'm on it. Let's go. And it was really fun. So, yeah. Damn. That's, that's incredible. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's an elephant in the room that I would like to address. Oh. Wait, wait. Before you do that, I stomped on Derek's question <laughs> oh. with, with my Ring of Honor question. Oh, so, me. Derek, re-ask. I'm sorry, man. Um, I don't remember. You asked how <laughs> she got in. Did, oh, did yeah. She... How, yeah. How did you get into uh, the announcing? Uh, well, so I work in radio, and uh, that's how I know Jad. <laughs> and um, Wait, Jad, and... you're on the radio? I yeah. am on the radio. Oh, I'm on that station soul. that Elvis is on. <laughs> uh, my wife loves Elvis Duran. That's why she was like, wait, wait, you have somebody famous co-hosting the podcast with you? I'm like, he's not that yeah. famous. He's not she Die Hard not... 3 famous. <laughs> no, she's talking about me. She's talking about me. Listen, when um, you said you had a date with uh, a new, an almost divorced woman, mother of two, I got a little nervous. Because I'm like, I don't think I'm getting divorced. But... <laughs> yeah, you don't. That's not. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry spoiler. To Back to what <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Lauren, how did, how did you get involved with that? Um, so I actually started ring announcing in 2006. Um, I had a couple of friends, like I was saying a little bit ago. Uh, I had a couple of friends that were involved in wrestling. And they, they used me for um, their promotion, uh, New England Championship Wrestling in uh, Massachusetts. I don't know. Where are you guys from, by the way? Because I know, I know Jad lives in Tulsa, but... Um, I'm in Massachusetts, so where are you guys? I'm just uh, over the border in New Hampshire. I'm in Newfields, not far from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, okay, cool. So if I say, like, New England Championship Wrestling, you might have heard of it. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I was helping out um, doing that, and I did it for, like, a year, and then, like, I don't know. It was kind of in the beginning of my radio career, and so then things got, like, busy and stuff, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll just... Maybe I'll just stick to radio, and I kind of, like, bowed out of that. Um, plus, I used to have massive straight stage fright. Sorry, that's my dog. Uh, he's he's barking, and I'm sorry about that. We love dogs. <laughs> all podcast. good. My dog runs around all the time. We love dogs. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, I had, like, massive stage fright back then. So I was just, like, I kind of stopped doing it for a while. And then uh, I got involved again, uh, like, a year and a half ago a friend of mine in wrestling. Um, I don't know if you know the name Brutal Bob Evans, but um, he and his wife used to listen to me on the radio. So that's, uh, that's how they knew who I was. And I just came, became friends with him. And uh, he asked me to help out on one of his seminars as a radio person, like coaching people. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be good at that, but I'm, I'm happy to help. Sure. And, uh, and so I went and I did that. And it was like the, the best like week ever. I'm like, this is amazing. This like made my summer. It was so fun. And 
I just met great people and like just right from there I was like all right I need to get involved again and um and I mean obviously now I have a, a lot more experience and everything with announcing and uh and radio and everything so I'm, I'm not nervous anymore which is great and uh and so I just got I got back into it I just kind of was off and running from that point so that's incredible uh, so, cool. so the elephant in the room. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the latest <laughs> headlines. <laughs> what was her, what was her name, Derek? Priscilla what? Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly. Uh, uh, Lauren, did you see this? I did see it a little bit. Yeah. What's your take on this? Uh, as as a woman in wrestling, I guess uh, she force fed her opponent a allegedly used tampon. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 I did not see that. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Breaking Surprise. News. Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I... my God, that's, like, repulsive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, see, fuckers, who, I was who, right. who could possibly think anything else on that? <laughs> like, no, 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 that's totally so cool. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was fucking gross, and these guys were like, well, oh let's God. ask a woman, and I'm like, well, you can ask her, but I'm pretty sure she's going to say it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, that that's horrible. Nah. Why, why, why would anyone do that? I don't know. I don't, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see if we can get Priscilla on here and ask her what the fuck yeah. she's thinking. The only, th oh the only thing I could think of was that yeah, I said she's like she's like 21 years old. She's really young. I don't, she clearly just doesn't. Fucking millennials. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know what? I don't. I don't think I did see this. I think I was reading about some other like lady drama and wrestling. Uh, yeah, you don't want. Don't. Don't even. Because I'm looking on Twitter now. Wait, did she like remove it from her body yes. and then? Yeah, she ah! reached into her. Yeah, oh yeah. Pulled it out. One hundred percent. Stuffed it in her oh, opponent's mouth. Oh my god! I just. I can't. That's. Yeah. That's gonna make me like sick. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lauren, how did you get into radio? Um, so I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting, uh, and kind of just from there, I guess. Um, was it yeah, something you I always grew wanted up to do. Wanting to do? Were you like, I want to yeah, do all the radio? Yeah, I, I always wanted to do radio as a kid. I would like sit there and tape songs off the radio and crap when I was when I was a little kid. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was always what I wanted to do. So sure. I went to school for it, and uh, and here we are. So <laughs> well, where can people catch you on the radio? So I work at Mix 1041 in Boston, and um, well, I've been on kind of a lot lately, and I'm on again tonight, seven right. to midnight. And if you're not like local and you can't just listen on the dial 104.1, we're on radio.com. So the app is free, and you can get me there. There you go. You AKA, we got to make sure we edit this and get it out soon so people can actually turn <laughs> oh, over whoops. and listen to her. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll be out. No. Yeah, we can do yeah, it no. anyway. We'll, we'll no worries. Sure. We're okay. just plugging the shit out of your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I got another question, and you yeah. don't have to go too too far into it. But who is the coolest person or most awesome person in professional wrestling that you've either had to work with or met or like seen in passing? Oh gosh. Um. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. I mean, I've met so many. I've honestly never even, like, narrowed down to my favorite. Um, I will say, like, 95 to 98% of everybody that I've worked with is awesome. Most of them are great. You will have a couple scumbags here and there. But um, that's in any as aspect of life. So, um, 
but most most people very respectful, very kind, very welcoming. Um, that was that was something I noticed because I was like, you know, they're like, who the hell is this lady? She just comes out of nowhere, you know, mm. and uh, everybody was very welcoming and nice. Um, God, my favorite. Oh, boy. I don't I don't know if I could pick one right now. Okay. Um, who, who was like one person that you met that you were just like starstruck kind of? <laughs> oh, that one's an easy one. Brutus. So uh, <laughs> top of my bucket list for my Other entire life. I've always wanted to meet Brett the Hitman Hart. He is my uh, absolute favorite. And I had the opportunity to meet him on August 1st, 2014. Damn. <laughs> damn. And um, and I, I went to, it was it was an indie event for uh, Top Row Promotions. And they did like a, a ticket giveaway with the radio station I was working for at the time. And, um, and then, I, but I actually, I bought my tickets. Like I didn't even get free tickets. I, I was just like, I don't care what it costs. I'm going to see Bret Hart. Like I don't, and it, it was cheap because it's like, it's indie wrestling, which is super affordable. And I don't remember what it was, but it was like so affordable. And I was like, literally I would give you like hundreds of dollars. Like it's worth everything. And, um, and I went in there and I was so excited and I, I approached Brett and I just burst into tears. And I was like, oh, no. Really? Because <laughs> oh. he was probably like, what is wrong with this full-grown lady crying in front of me? But, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, I was almost hysterical. Like, because I've just been such a fan of his my whole life. There was no one else in the entire world I wanted to meet besides him. How did so he react? I, I was just like, huh? How did he react? Kind of like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> He was just, he was kind of grumpy. Um, I hate saying that because he's still my favorite. I love, I love him. But I've heard other people say that when they met him too. He was like, just kind of grumpy. Hmm. But um, yeah, he was just like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Oh, thanks for being a fan. Okay. But he was probably like, oh, why, why is this lady crying? But I was like, I've been a fan since I was a child. Blah, blah. Like, I still have the audio from that. I had my husband record it and it's oh, like, it's ridiculous. Badass. It's oh, it's man. awesome and ridiculous all at one time. For what it's <laughs> worth, for what it's worth, I don't think it was you and the fact that you were freaking out because I met him and I'm not trying to shit on Brett Hart. You cried too. But but I met <laughs> I, te- so much. Uh, I met him a couple of years ago in Providence at Rhode Island Comic Con and he was very much the same way. Yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people. Like and yeah. also not shitting on him because he's my favorite, but like I think he's just tired. You know, he's done this yeah. for so long, and he's met so many people, and he's just tired. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'll do this, but, like, uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, for people I've heard who have met him, I've heard it's, like, either he's, like, been, like, a, a sweetheart, or he's just a complete prick. Like, I feel like there's no in-between with Bret Hart. I wouldn't call him a prick. I would just say he's Or miserable. Very... <laughs> Miserable. Miserable is a great name. Uh, a great introverted. Uh, we got a question from a listener, Ryan Condon. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there. Lauren, what are your thoughts on the Kenny Omega rumors? The WWE offered him a obnoxious contract that, like, really, way higher than most contracts they would offer. Do you think he should sign with WWE? Do you think he should go to All Elite? Should he keep doing what he's doing? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Should um, he come on the Three Jabronis podcast? Yes, obviously. <laughs> Only if he cuts his ridiculous fucking hair. <laughs> um, he's in New Japan, right? I, well, spoiler for those that haven't seen Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> he just lost the heavyweight <laughs> title, right? 
the uh, New Japan Heavyweight title. That was the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just dropped it the other night. What Saturday morning at like five o'clock in the morning, um, <clears throat> or earlier. Uh, so now he's titleless. Uh, he's one of those guys that bounces promotion to promotion, right? Yeah, so do you think that um, it seems like this sometimes is what happens is like somebody will drop a title because they mm. are signing with another company. That's well, yeah, his contract ends at the end of January. Who's okay. his contract through? New Japan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think it would be a good move for him to go to WWE? Uh, it depends. I mean, my thought is, of course, everyone always thinks like, oh, my God, WWE. It's like, you know, the number one place. Everybody wants to go there. But. What if he goes there and then they're like, ah, you know what? You're not going to be Kenny Omega anymore. You're going to be this guy instead and change his whole gimmick and change what? Scotty Goldman. Lenny Alpha. <laughs> Lenny Alpha. So, I mean, sometimes, of course, of course, WWE is an amazing opportunity. But, I mean, it's, I don't know. I hear a lot of great things about New Japan, about ROH, about mm. all the other companies out there where they're kind of giving WWE a run for their money. And, um, I mean, if, he could go there and they could change everything about him and then they kind of own you, you know? So Mm. sure. It could be amazing. I mean, he could make a hell of a lot of money and have an amazing career, but he, maybe he's already got that and happy with it or, or maybe not. (laughs) There are exceptions to that rule. We got AJ Styles who completely skipped NXT, kept his name in as the phenomenal AJ Styles. Uh, So there's the other side to that. I I think if that is true, I think if he's smart, he won't go to WWE. Uh, regardless it's funny because I feel like that wasn't always the answer that people mm. gave. It, like a, a few years ago, it was always like, "Yeah, WWE mm-hmm. is is the the only the the real deal," you know. <clears throat> um, but now people are like, "Now, man, we got options. We can mm-hmm. do other stuff." Like I've been watching Punishment Martinez. I'm a big fan of his, and uh, and I know he recently went to WWE, and of course he's doing um, NXT and everything. And I'm just curious to see what they're going to do with his character, if they're going to rename him or if they're going to change it all around. Because, like, I, I love what he did with ROH. He was amazing. Mm. And, uh, and I, I got to meet him, actually, a couple months ago. He's a great dude. And, um, and I, so I'm just curious. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to keep his gimmick the same or if they're going to – what they're going to do. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It seems like they might be. But he's literally only had one match on NXT TV. And, yeah. Like, he didn't. He didn't talk or anything. It was just like, oh yeah, we signed Punishment Martinez, guys. See, he's here. And then yeah, he lost to Matt Riddle. And it's like, oh, well, he's gone for now. <laughs> um, well, if you guys don't have any other questions, we want to get on to uh, Royal Rumble '94 because we were talking about Bret Hart and holy smokes, Bret Hart. Holy smokes. Holy schnikes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was so I was so happy when I heard that you picked ninety four. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so for yeah, the, it's for the, the best record, one. For the record, oh. for the record, if you don't know, each of us over the next few weeks is going to pick our go-to favorite Royal Rumble, and ninety four is a Lawrence. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just wait until we get to nineteen ninety two. Yeah, I picked I. <laughs> I picked two thousand one, but like I, if I we were gonna do like a fan vote, and I was like hoping that either 94 or 2008 was going to win because I fucking love 94. I love 94. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in the minority here. I thought it was a good pay-per-view, but yeah. I was also <laughs> upset when I thought it was going to something and I was wrong. So that made it better. But Anyway, yeah, we want to get into Royal Rumble 94. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. What do we got here? What was the opening match? 
Welcome to and Bam Bam Bam. How many times do they have to say Bam Bam in that motherfucking music? <laughs> Not enough. Not they, enough. They, they hit a point where that's all they say. Bam, like, bam 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 Bam. He was such an an amazing super heavyweight. God damn, do I love Bam Bam. Dude, 400-pound dude doing a moonsault is so impressive. In 94? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Hey, you missed the dark match there, Bob. The Brooklyn Brawler defeated Jim Powers in a singles match. Yeah, and the only people that saw that were the people in attendance. Wait, Lauren, weren't you there? No. Um, right. I love this one because it was in Providence, but actually I was at uh, King of the Ring 96, <laughs> not oh, Royal Rumble cool. 94. <laughs> That's Damn. a good one to be at. That's bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Tatanka defeated Bam Bam Bigelow with Luna. Eight minutes, 12 seconds in a singles match. Not bad. It was a Not pretty bad match. fucking match. It was supposed to be Ludwig Borga, though. Uh, yeah, but he hurt his ankle or some crap. So we lucked out. Tatanka yeah. had some love from the Dude, fans. Tatanka, Tatanka was pretty was over. Over as shit, man. They totally sold out. Tatanka. They gave him an undefeated streak for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody know what was what was the story leading up to this? There wasn't one. It was just a, a good old competitive wrestling match. Well, I don't. I, the story was with Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga, and hmm. then he got hurt. So they last minute they put Bam Bam in because I think they they had a feud previously. Bam Bam and Tatanka, I think, right? Or they had some beef before. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what Vince said. I was looking for Bam Bam to go over, but it didn't happen. No. Nah, you got to put the Native American to Tonka. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, can you encourage Jad to get uh, skull tattoos like Bam Bam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, on, on your, uh, right on your melon there, buddy. Yes. <laughs> I will fire flames. I'm a burn yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there wasn't much to talk about with this match. It was a good match at 8 minutes, 12 seconds. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, shortest yeah. match of the night. Uh, a good opening match. Uh, Solid big, opening, yeah. The big story coming out of this pay-per-view was set up in this next match. We had the Quebecers uh, with good old Johnny Polo Raven uh, versus <laughs> Bret Hart and Owen Hart for the tag team titles. Uh, the Quebecers had previously lost the titles to 1-2-3-Kid and Marty Jannetty, right? Which I completely forgot yeah. about, which made me laugh when they were um, doing the recap. A week later. Dude, I, for I forgot about that, too. Yeah, a week later at a house show, the Quebecers took the titles back. Uh, and set up this Bret Hart own heart. And if you watch the pay-per-view, uh, they show a series of interviews with Bret and Owen. And it, uh, watching it now, you can clearly see that they are setting up an Owen Hart heel turn um, and setting up him attacking his brother Bret. Uh, did you guys like this match overall in the way I liked it. Yeah. with it? For some reason, and I feel super bad about this, but I was never an Owen Hart fan. And now that he is no longer with us, I feel so bad saying that. Um, and, of course, now looking back, I can see how much of a talent he was. Mm. But I was just a kid when this all was going on, you know, and I was just I, I was always a Brett fan. So I was like, oh, when he when Owen was a heel, I was like, oh, whatever. I'm team Brett, you know. Um, but uh I forgot what else I was going to say about that. Sorry. Uh, Jad, <laughs> I got a question for you. Shoot. Um, how great of a seller do you think Bret Hart was? Because when he fell out of that ring and they 
beat the shit out of him. To me, he he was like one of the the best sellers of an injury ever. Did you have and it a was lot all- of sympathy? It was always a knee injury, too, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. He was like the king of selling <laughs> knee injuries. But to the point, and I mean, respect to him, too, because he – you see it sometimes now. Like somebody will get a, a leg injury, and then they forget to keep selling. He mm-hmm. not only – and I mean, granted, it was a big part of the mat, this match. But later on in the night, he – like even, I think, post-match – when they were, which we'll get to, when there was the controversy at the end of the Rumble, he was still selling his knee. Like mm-hmm. even even after the match was done. So I mean, he, yeah, d- d- without a doubt, there was. Dude, trying to, when he was trying to get in the back into the ring at the end there, like he, yep. he wouldn't put any any weight on that left knee. All right, left yeah. leg. So now, Derek, I have a question for you. There was about a thirty-minute countout. <laughs> all right uh could you have done with or without the shenanigans of how long is this gonna be it went 16 minutes and 48 seconds and to me it felt like 10 minutes of those 16 minutes were brett laying on the floor being attacked left and right why didn't they just count them out i i don't know why because they finally like ended would, the match in a no contest. Yeah, right. that would have been a much better ending, I think, or it would have made more sense. But not not only that though, but at one point, uh, one of the Quebecers hits Brett with a steel chair, mm-hmm. and Tim White's looking right at it, turns around, <laughs> sees it, and then turns back around and just starts talking to Owen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. Whoops, I wasn't supposed to see that. Uh, now, Lauren, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who is your favorite Quebecer? Jacques or Pierre? <laughs> I never liked the Quebecers. See, when I when I was a kid, I I only liked baby faces for whatever reason. I I very rarely liked heels. Mm. So I I think I hated the Quebec. You know what? No, no. I liked Johnny Polo. I did. Mm, he was great. Yeah. He was great. Johnny Flamingo. Yeah. <laughs> but those two guys, I, I never liked them. I was definitely rooting for Brett and Owen in this one. I popped huge when I realized that it was Raven. I, I, when Johnny Polo came out, I'm like, that's fucking Raven. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> quote, quote the Polo, nevermore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this ultimately set up Owen versus Man. Brett. Uh, Brett was hurt, obviously, halfway through the match. And oh, he could have done... The decent thing he there there was absolutely no reason why he couldn't tag Owen in, right? Um, That's what I'm saying. Owen was right selfish. The time. Yeah, he was very selfish and decided to go for that half-ass sharpshooter. All you and, had to uh, do was tag me, Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it cost him the match because Tim White ended the match for some reason <laughs> way later than he <laughs> should have. <laughs> but, so dumb. Um, what are you doing? Tim? To further the story, uh, so Owen kicked Brett out. And if you catch the backstage interview and Owen is all heated up, he he kicked a leg right out of Brett's leg. He, his, he his leg. leg. <laughs> I love that he catches himself midway mm. through it too, but he's like, shit, I have to commit. I got to finish it. Um, what is it with Owen Hart in always accumulating that white stuff in the corner of his mouth? Oh, my God, right? <laughs> Every <laughs> time Owen Hart has a match, he, he he's not hydrated enough or something. <laughs> it's every fucking Owen Hart match. Yes. I know, thought I was the only one that noticed no, that. No, 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 no. And every time What's... I see Owen Hart, I think of John Malkovich and Con Air. And the, he gives that line about, you know, that white stuff that accumulates in the corner of your mouth. Uh. That's you. Oh. I'm like, fucking Owen Hart, every time. 
We wouldn't have had it if Brett would have just tagged him. No, it probably would have been worse right? because Owen would have been working harder and the white stuff would have gotten bigger and bigger. Um, Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> so this sets up uh, whether or not Brett's going to be in the Rumble later. Owen says he's going to be in the Rumble and he's going to win the Rumble. Uh, yeah, we were talking about it earlier too, like how we – obviously we were a lot younger at the time, but it was so obvious that this was happening. Oh, yeah. yeah like, the, like I said in the vignettes before it in the interviews. Yeah. Owen oh, saying, you're going to be right behind me as I win us the tag team titles. And, yeah. I think it's the fact that Brett just did, like, no-sold it during the promo. Like, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, that seems right. Yep. And he didn't, like, give him a glaring look at all. Mm-hmm. He was just like, with my brother Brett behind me, we're going to – the Rocket and the Hitman. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder, like, obviously we're adults now, so when we went back and watched that vignette, like, we completely caught on. But it makes me wonder if, like – our parents, like, if they were watching it, if they caught on. I mean, obviously not my dad, because it's still real to him, damn it. But, <laughs> like, it, it makes me wonder if, like, were people as smart as we are now back then? Well, these were still kind of the days of kayfabe, you know, where I don't, I think heels and, and baby faces were traveling somewhat at this time, but not as, kayfabe wasn't as in everybody's mind as it is now. Everybody knows now that it's not real. In 94, it was... Wait, what? Yeah, um, in '94, <laughs> it's still it's still real to an extent. Uh, in '94, I think it was well. This when was the steroid trial and stuff? This is a very hard time for WWE and a very odd time for professional wrestling, where a lot of this stuff came out. You know, where it was you know choreographed and scripted, and I would think if our parents had any sense whatsoever, they would know that you know Owen's turning on Brett. But either way. Razor well, Ramon. Vince didn't know. No, he didn't. Oh, Dibiase didn't know either. Can we rewind for a second to the opening of the pay-per-view with Vince yelling nonstop? <laughs> Welcome, everyone! <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. What a maneuver! Fuck, why am I watching this? Uh, Razor Ramon. Erwin <laughs> R. Scheister. Greatest name ever. Erwin R. Wyatt. The Intercontinental Championship. And I was watching this match, and I immediately knew where they got the Starcade finish from between Sting and Hogan. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> this was the same shit. Uh, Razor cost IRS a match uh, the previous Raw against our one of the, the first wrestler I ever touched. Whoa. Uh, Just Incredible. Uh, Jesus. I was a huge Just Incredible mark growing up. I just loved Just Incredible. In the first live event my dad ever took me and my brothers to, it was an ECW event at the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom uh, back in 96, 97. Um, and Just Incredible came out, and I got to slap him on the back and, and shit, and I just always loved Just Incredible. Nice. Um, he does a lot of stuff on the indies now. He's a really nice guy. Uh, he's getting locked up and shit now. Well, <laughs> yeah, if, you know, if you stayed up long You're long. not wrong, but... <laughs> he's got a great... Just uh, incredible, just I'm, in prison. I am really looking forward to the documentary they're, they're filming about yes. him. Yes. Like, as it, the trailers look incredible. I, I love Just Incredible. I've always thought he was a great worker, a good guy. Yeah. He just has shit struggles and... He's he's amazing in in terms of well I mean he's a great dude but he mm. knows so much about wrestling mm-hmm. I went to one of his seminars recently just the knowledge this guy has yeah. like holy cow it's just he's it's a crazy but yeah student of the art it's uh, yeah it's unfortunate the shit that he's going through but uh, <laughs> yeah hopefully he can get it on track uh, so this match happened 
<laughs> yeah, and, ran- and randomly beforehand, they um, switched to Jim Ross and Gorilla Monsoon on yeah, commentary. What? Yeah. Deal with that. I don't know. It's so random. And then they were gone after the match. Where were they? <laughs> I don't know. They, they never showed even there. Um, so Maybe this... Vince had to go take a shit or something. And they're like, oh, <laughs> Damn it, get out there. This is a really wonky finish. Did they ring the bell after IRS pinned Razor? No. They never did. All right. Earl Hebner comes. It was Earl, right? Yeah. Of course it was Earl. I don't know. Who's his brother? He's got a twin brother. Let's not forget so that. Ryan? No, it was Earl. on the controversy. Um, uh, Razor nails IRS with the, the uh, Razor's Edge and then pins him and retains the title. Even though the Which is like, Razor was already the, pinned. It was kind of a shit show because Razor... Razor lost, yeah, and then Earl comes down, yeah, but then there's like there's no restart. There's like just randomly, Star Razor's Kate. Edge Fucking just covers Star it. Starcade ninety, what was it? Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Which one was 97. it? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Sting and Hogan. The same shit happened. There was yeah. no, there was Brett no finish, out. no restart. But Brett was already there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but yeah. Brett was there. Yeah, yeah. he witnessed uh, the end of the match, and then was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not on my watch. Yeah, even though it was a completely clean, fair finish. Um, this was a. I, watching this, I was like, this is surprisingly a fast-paced match to start. Like they were, usually it's like slow and then gets builds up. It was like fast and then slowed down. Well, Scheister, he was a pretty good worker. Oh no, for real, for real. Like I was it, the match was good, but it was just random. Like not random, but it was weird that, that was like they started so fast and they slowed it down. Where it's uh, usually the opposite. Lauren, were you uh, a Race of Ramon fan? Yes. I was literally going to ask that same exact question. Right now. <laughs> like the machismo? I Ooh, still, to this day, quote Razor Ramon. My husband and I will just be like, like all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'll be like, I'm someone important, man. Mm. Or something. <laughs> Do you throw toothpicks in his face? No. No, floss sticks. No, just kidding. Uh, borderline personal <laughs> question. Is your husband a wrestling fan also? He is, but not as much as me. Okay. And you, you know what's funny, too? Um, so, obviously, before I met him, anybody that I dated, I would be like, yeah, well, I really hope they're a wrestling fan, because otherwise, eh, probably not going to work. Because, you know? mm. like, I, I'm, like, a big wrestling fan. So, um, it's it's a huge hobby interest of mine. And if someone, like, flat out doesn't like it, then that's that's going to be weird. So, there, there were times I would date guys, and they'd be like, eh, no, I don't really like wrestling. And, like... I would get tickets to go see like Raw and stuff like that when he would come around, and nah, I don't want to go. And I'd be like, oh. and I would, I just knew I'm like, this is not going to work. And it, of course, it never did. And uh, and then my husband came along, and, and he likes wrestling. So, um, but yeah, it's funny because you know most people assume like he's obviously a bigger fan than me, but I'm like, nope, nope, I'm much more of a bigger fan. Damn. Mm. Uh, I, so- I fucking loved Razor. <sighs> yeah, I loved him too. His gimmick kicked ass. He was, he was, he was amazing. Scarface. He was like the first, one of the first like cool fucking wrestlers. Like he was just fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, was WrestleMania 10 the ladder match? That was the ladder match between him and Sean, right? Yeah. To, yeah. Is that the, the one big... where Shawn Michaels got his pants pulled down? Yeah. Yes. One of. Yeah, one that's of the times. one I, I taped on my that's... VCR and rewound like 700 times. <laughs> oh, you did that too? I mean, and paused right on his ass. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget WrestleMania 10. 
<laughs> first, first televised ladder match. And that's the part that she remembers the most. <laughs> that is the part. I no, no doubt. That is the part I remember the most. Whatever. Yeah. I was like a preteen girl. I was all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let us live, man. Uh, what? Jeez. I don't know. Uh, Let us live. Some of us really enjoyed that moment, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, Yokozuna, Undertaker. This was uh, an odd one. 14 minutes, 20 seconds. It went actually uh, over two minutes less than the Quebecers and the Hart brothers. Uh, Dude, the the video package for this fucking cracked me up. There were some times (laughs) where The Undertaker just sounded sounded straight up erotic. Why? Yeah, why? (laughs) Rest in peace. (sighs) Merry Christmas, Yoko. Oh. But I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but how much of... How much of Kane did you pick up in these Undertaker promos? Because to me, like, if I shut my eyes, I could just fucking see Kane in the way Kane Well, if you talked. shut your eyes, you can't see shit, dummy. <laughs> if I shut my if eyes, I, I see if I, I'm sorry. I just watched Bird Box. So I'm, trying to, I'm trying to live blind. Uh, no, I didn't watch Bird Box. But if I shut my eyes, all I could hear and imagine was Kane. There was a lot of Kane I felt in this under in these obnoxiously long and stupid Undertaker. Well, yeah, that's what Kane got his material from. When did Kane debut? He wasn't... 94 was before him, right? 97, 97, yeah. Bad Blood 97. 97. My favorite pay-per-view of all time. Yeah, that was the Priscilla Kelly uh, pay-per-view, right? Mm -hmm. That was Priscilla Kelly (laughs) pay-per-view, right? (laughs) Bad Blood, I get it. Oh, (laughs) gross. Yeah, come on, Derek. I'm still like... Still scrolling on Twitter, I still cannot get Stop. over. Don't, I can't get over that. Um, so, I, I actually just watched the video of uh, it again, oh. and I'm like, "Why am I subjecting myself to this? Yeah. This is disgusting." You are brave. Uh, so anyway, back to Yokozuna. Everybody and their mom came out at the end to beat down the Undertaker. Uh, guys, yeah. that yeah. made zero sense because as soon as like, the rumble started, they all hated each other and just beat the shit out of each other. And I get that, <laughs> you know, it's every man for himself in the rumble. But uh, all of a sudden, Crush and Diesel had some, you know, animosity between them. I'm like, half yeah, of the so Royal weird. Rumble was just out in this match together, beating up the Undertaker. Um, yeah, it was bizarre. And then, like, what, what what did you guys get from this? Like, what? What was the incentive? I have no idea. And then the whole rebirth of The Undertaker. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, it was good. But, but it's it, so bad. It, 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 I, what the fuck was the point of any of this? I don't know. And that fucking casket? So fucking big. What was the like, point? I know Yokozuna is a massive man, but they built a goddamn studio apartment to fit Yokozuna in. <laughs> Who did Taker go on to defeat at WrestleMania 10? He didn't. Wrestle. He wasn't at. Th- he was out until was... SummerSlam. Yeah, where he faced himself. Refaced himself. Oh my god, that's all right. Oh my god. Yeah, because Taker went away because he needed some time off. Why? Why do you need time off? Yeah. I think I think he was burnt out. I think that's what uh, Bruce said on the Something to Wrestle podcast. He just wanted some time off. This was so dumb. It was awesome, but it was also so dumb. I I think I. Go ahead. Go ahead. the, The ending was. Yeah, like with the rebirth of the Taker stuff, I get that. I mean, I think, I think if you were there, it would have been kind of cool. But I, I loved the match because this was like pure, pure storytelling at its best, down to like the minute detail of 
when they, you know, they uncapped the urn and the quote power of the urn was like oozing out of it or whatever. Like he, I think part of what sold it was that he didn't, you know, now if like somebody gets an elbow drop, whoever's getting the elbow drop kind of like moves motion just to like make it look more impactful. Mm-hmm. He, he laid down like he was straight up dead. Like he didn't sell yeah. that for whatever reason that like that was more impactful. I think just because it legit seemed like he was fucking dead. Yeah, no, I, I never, I don't think I ever noticed that until watching it last night. Um, like by not selling it, he sold it even more. I thought, mm-hmm. which is wild. At but. that point, he like he literally sold like the essence of the power of the urn. But I would love to know how they made all that green smoke come out of that thing. Like, did did Yokozuna have some kind of like I don't know smoke pack that he shoved in there before, like as he was uncapping it? I don't. No, nah, man, it was just the power of the. Uh... <laughs> it came out of the casket too. <laughs> it was the power of the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watching this match and watching the whole Royal Rumble 94 in general just reminds me of like, oh man, how how great wrestling was in the 90s. Like the storylines, the gimmicks, just it's it's not the same as it is today. And I'm not saying that wrestling's not great today. It it is in its own way, but like it just brings me back and I'm like, man, that that was just incredible stuff. And maybe it's because I was just a kid when I was watching it. So it it made me feel that way and I'm just kind of reminiscing and feeling that way again. But like just I don't know, nineties wrestling was something, man. Mm. Yeah, like watching it now as adults is like, wow, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, as a kid, I was like, yo, this is. I was a kid, I was like, yo, this is the shit. Like right, the Undertaker's right. going up to the screen. Yeah. What is it, happening? This is wild. This it is... made me want to be a kid again. Like it made me miss my childhood watching this shit. This yeah. Yeah, and else. the crowd was going nuts for it too. And the the coffin cam, like that was un- unreal. <laughs> the coffin cam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I uh, this was it, it went way too long. That the whole end of this it's match went way long too enough. long. Way too long. It should have been the entire pay per view. This <laughs> well, this is why Jack Tunney ended up changing the rules to an entrant came out approximately every ninety seconds versus two minutes. Yeah, I had forgotten about the two minute thing because mm-hmm. I was watching it. I'm like, wait, every yeah. two minutes? I'm like, damn, all right. Yeah, uh, Jack Tunney said, uh uh-uh, uh, Undertaker, you took too long with your rebirths. And everybody's coming out every <laughs> minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> and then the next year, they did one minute, mm. which was yeah. fucking ridiculous. The match was like 40 minutes. Hmm. It's one minute, one minute is not long enough. Two minutes oh. is too long. One minute's not long enough. A minute and a half is, is kind of good. I liked a minute and a half, yeah. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into the main event, the Rumble. Started off with the big, the big bad booty daddy. Yeah, Scott Steiner and Shamu. Oh, Samu, Samu, Samu. <laughs> uh, it's Scott Steiner. Oh boy, this guy. <laughs> who would have thunk it? You know who Back I popped for? Move. Like big. Actually, it wasn't even the Rumble. It was in the previous match. But fucking Adam Bomb. Yeah. Oh, I loved Adam Bomb. Yeah, Even though he was a heel. He was awesome. Adam Bomb was great. It's that red tongue, yo, he doesn't get enough credit for being the shit. The shit. Well, he gets he gets a lot of credits for being the shit, yeah. but not enough <laughs> credit for being <laughs> good old Brian Clark. He oh, was Adam the uh, original Liv Liv Morgan with the colored tongue. Cousin, cousin Brian. <laughs> uh, oh. He's still alive, right, Adam Bomb? Uh, so. yep. He is. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of. He is 54, living in Scottsdale, Arizona. 
Scott Steinersdale, Arizona. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Scott Steiner, Samu, all they kept talking about was whether or not, you know, what happens when Rick Steiner comes out or the Steiner brothers is going to go at it. Bada bing, bada right. boom. Rick Steiner comes out number three and nothing happens. Yeah, I thought for sure that uh, I, I didn't remember the order, but I was like, oh, mm. Rick Steiner must be coming out number two. Uh, number, yeah. Number four. We got Derek's Derek's favorite wrestler of all time, Quang. Yes. Savio Quang. Vega. <laughs> Baby. Good old Savio Vega and his ninja chops. His ninja chops. <laughs> like you useless. Like yeah. I I'm out of stuff to do. I have no idea yeah. what to do right now, so I'm just gonna flail my arms ninja style. Um, <laughs> how long after this did he become Savio Vega? I think it was the next year. No. Yeah. Uh, he was like Razor Ramon's best friend. Number five, we get The Rocket, who vowed to win the Rumble and to take that belt. And it was in Brett, for four minutes. <laughs> the Brett, Brett screwed him out of the other belts. All he had to do was tag me, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Owen lasted four minutes. So Diesel was the highlight of this Rumble. He eliminated oh my God, yeah. seven people, I believe. Uh, he started yeah. with Scott Steiner. He eliminated Quang, Owen Hart. Bart Gunn was number six. Good old, Good old Bart, Bart Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> brawl for all. And someday we will review the Brawl for All. We need to. <laughs> That'll be a me and Jad bonus episode thing, apparently, because Derek is not a fan of the Brawl for All. I mean, I'll review it. It was trash, but I'll review it. Oh, we're gonna re- <laughs> no, it's gonna, we're going to review every fight. Uh, <laughs> Diesel was in at number seven. Wait, eliminated everyone. Uh, he eliminated seven people. This was uh, setting up Diesel for big things, right? Later in the year, he would. Uh, we talked about it. He would defeat Bobby Backlund. The next entrant. That's right. Is this is this kind of where he started his face turn? Because Shawn Michaels, spoiler alert, further down, Shawn Michaels eliminated Diesel, and they were still like intertwined there. He half eliminated Diesel. He, he a, put a. I think he pointed his index finger towards yeah. where yeah. Diesel was, uh, there was and a, they they gave him the elimination. Yeah, there was a group of people eliminating Diesel, and I think Sean just came up and gave him a little taparuni on the butt cheek, and Diesel went out. <laughs> um, he was he was the kid in the group project that didn't do shit but got credit for it. Mm. That was Shawn Michaels in that elimination. <laughs> a lot of mullets in this match. Yeah. A lot of mullets yeah. of the nineties. A lot of mullets. <laughs> Um, um, to answer your question, Jet, I don't think this was technically the start of his babyface turn. I, I I wonder if they were thinking about doing that, but he didn't turn really till like November. They had big things yeah. planned for him. You could obviously tell they had a lot of faith in Diesel, uh, yeah. giving him seven eliminations because that was a record at the time, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was weird though, like he, the way he got eliminated. It was almost like anticlimactic in a way. Yeah, it was dumb. They barely even same with um, it. same with Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he got eliminated when they had like the double feature thing on by Crush. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. who they had a feud going at the time. time. Uh, Diesel was technically eliminated by Bam Bam Bigelow, Crush, Mabel, Shawn Michaels, and Thurman Plug. Sparky. Uh, so Bob Backlund <laughs> was number eight. Uh, Billy Gunn number nine. I I popped for this old school Billy Gunn. Free ass. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Mustache cowboy ass. Billy Gunn. Um, number 10, one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, and 
arguably <laughs> one of the loneliest. <laughs> Virgil. DiBiase had a great time shitting all over Virgil. <laughs> oh, my oh, God, yeah. Can we talk about how terrible DiBiase was on commentary, too? I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't oh. think it was that bad. I thought he was trash. I, mean, I just think he's funny. I love listening yeah. to his laugh. Yeah. His laugh yeah. gets me every time. I like a good heel person on commentary, and he was a good heel. So, as long as it's not Michael Cole. Yeah. Ah, uh, agreed. Ugh, God. Someday we'll get into an in-depth conversation about how shitty Michael Cole is a heel commentator. <laughs> uh, Randy Savage was number 11. So sad. Yeah, it was sad because he had to wrestle with a shirt on, and he was gone not long after this, right? Uh, what was it? He year? wrestled at Mania, and then I think it was later in 94. Yeah. yeah. They made him look stronger than I thought he would going into they, the that He had that lovely match with Crush at Mania 10. I don't even want to talk about that. But I'm talking Ugh. about the Rumble. Uh, talk about trash. I was expecting Savage to pop in and immediately get thrown out by Diesel, but he was one of the only guys that could actually give Diesel some de- some defense. So. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, good old Double J at number 12. That's J-E. Double F. <laughs> J-A-F-N-A-T. Double R. E. Double T. Dude, I popped for uh, the episode of Edge and Christian show that he's on where he struts off camera. I don't know why. I was just, <laughs> I'd love seeing that again. I used to love Jeff Jarrett. I was I a mean, big this, Jeff Jarrett fan. This was NWA Jeff Jarrett, though, yeah. right? Yeah, this was old school Double J. Yeah, so it, it wasn't, yeah. Um, but before he went to WCW, right before he went to WCW, when he cut his hair and shit, and was smashing everybody with guitars and stuff after Road Slap Dog. Nuts. No, Slap Nuts was WCW. Yeah, no, right? Yeah. No, he did yeah. that in w- Didn't he do he... that before? I don't think so. No, yeah. it was WCW. Yeah. Uh, right before he jumped to W. Like, he had the, the match with China and stuff for the Intercontinental title, that everything but the kitchen sink match. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think we reviewed that pay-per-view, actually. We did. Um, I like that. <laughs> I like that Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. I always had a soft spot for Jeff Jarrett. Uh, he was eliminated by Randy Savage. Crush. Good old Crush. Wasn't he chronic? Shaka-bra. Wasn't he chronic? Yes. Yeah. Him and uh, Adam Baum. Yes. All right. Yep. He's dead, though. <laughs> Shaka-bra. Yeah. Brian, I forgot. Brian Adams uh, is dead. I was trying to keep track of how many. It's, it's such a sad game, but how many are, are dead? That's like this the dark game i yeah. play with rumbles like oh he's dead uh, well he's it, didn't, dead. it didn't break the record because we reviewed a pay-per-view uh i want to say within our first 10 episodes where i tallied up there was uh i want to say eight or nine people on that pay-per-view that are dead oh yeah wow. it was big it was big because i brought it up on the podcast i'm like we were watching these matches and i'm like almost one person from every match is fucking dead I have the list. I'll count up how many are dead from this uh, rumble. You guys keep going. Lauren, did you pop? Yeah. For Doink the Clown. <laughs> uh, Doink, he was entertaining. You know what? I gotta say, Doink, I liked him better as a heel. I was love he? Doink. I think he was not a heel during this one though. He came out with Dink, and and he was still a baby, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, he, he got a baby reaction. He's not. Yeah, dead. he was babyface. He's dead. Yeah. The original I, yeah, Doink is I liked him, Doink, I liked yeah. him better when, uh, when he was uh, a heel. Oh, he was so good. So good, yeah. You bring up, oh, man. You bring up Doink's Wikipedia page, and it's not for the actual wrestler. It's for Doink the character. Nice. Matt Osborne. <laughs> yeah. He was the original Doink. Well, he's dead. Right? Yeah. Matt Osborne. He's dead. Past, yeah. He's yeah, dead? He's so, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh. Matt Osborne's passed. Um, number 15, Bam Bam. Also passed. Bam. Yeah. Bam. 
Good old Bam Bam Jad Gigolo. <laughs> Jad Jad Gigolo. <laughs> well, we got another name to add to the, uh, the opening. <laughs> uh, uh, Mabel. Mabel's still alive? No, no, he's dead. Oh, Viscera. Big Daddy V. God damn. Yeah. A man on a mission. Uh, Thurman Plug. <laughs> just Marky. Love Marky. So much. I love that name, Thurman Plug. God. One of the biggest, uh, he's notorious for being a very stiff worker and, and legitimately <laughs> beating the shit out of you. Bombastic Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Got dropped on his head by Brock Lesnar. Uh, he's somebody, I want to get his book. I want to get his autobiography because listening to him on Stone Cold's podcast and stuff. I, uh, I like Bob Holly. He's a badass dude. Uh, the, the Heartbreak Kid, number 18, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Good old wonky eye himself. It's a boy toy. Yeah. That's somebody I always pop for. I used to seven, seven of the 30 dead, by the way. Damn. That's Damn. It. That's actually not as high as I thought. <laughs> you, well, you yeah. can count Lex Luger is dead. He's pretty much dead. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. Is Tatanka dead? Tatanka's alive, right? Yeah, no, Tatanka's alive. alive. I think he still Tatanka's wrestles. Alive. I actually had to Google. How about Greg Valentine? Is he still yeah, alive? He's still alive. Yeah, he's still uh, alive. My good so. friend, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, actually just tweeted a picture of him and Greg Valentine together. Is that where they were sitting next to each other? Yeah. Like hey, Greg's eating looking... a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, why are you taking my fucking picture? I'm eating a wrap here. Leave me alone. <laughs> it looks like a spinach wrap, though, so good for Greg. Um, Mo. Good old, good old Mo at number 19. I popped for Mo. <laughs> I forgot about Mo. He was you know the what? one that accompanied Mabel out to the ring earlier, right? When Mabel came out for the Royal Rumble. I think so. Yeah, Men on the some, some dude that was running out there with Mabel, and I'm like, who the fuck is And then they announced one thing Mo, I and I was like, Mo Vaughn's not in this fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> one thing I noticed in this Rumble, like, in the beginning, uh, so Scott Steiner is, like, almost, is, like, about to get eliminated almost by Samu. Rick Steiner comes up. It's the next entrant. Just moseying on down to the ring. No <laughs> yeah. hurry whatsoever. It's like, nope, put, it's not your brother. about to get eliminated here. there. Yep. And then same here. Viscera. Viscera. Mabel is about to get eliminated by like six people. And <laughs> Moe's got to get his poses in and like slap everyone's hand on the way down to the ring. <laughs> Yo, your man's about to get eliminated, bro. Like, no? I know hey, it's every, every man for himself. For himself. Yeah. I know, but like, yeah. I'd be helping out my boy. That's just me. Uh, next up, we got the the spinach wrap eating man himself, Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> I was I this kind of pop, I, I didn't realize he was <laughs> in this. He, he was in for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, he looked. Yeah, good. I had forgotten about him too. Actually, got eliminated by the Mabel. No, I got eliminated by Rick Martell. Yeah, but he helped eliminate Mabel. Is what I was oh, saying. Oh, oh, sorry. My apologies. Yeah, well, <laughs> calm the fuck down, ginger bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm only half ginger there, motherfucker, <laughs> but I'll still steal your soul. Uh, number 21, Tatanka. He's back. He is back. Bam Bam Begolo got his revenge. Mm -hmm. 22, the great Kabuki. <laughs> great Kabuki, man. Eliminated by Lex Luga. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't get why, like, Kabuki and Tenru, there were all these hired guns for Luger. Against yeah, uh, they were all working from um, Mr. Uji. Oh, 
Yeah, That's why they all came up to beat up the Undertaker and shit, too. Who was the one that had all the green shit that came out of his mouth? Was that like Tajiri or something? Uh, I think that was Kabuki, too, though. Was yeah. it Kabuki? Yeah, he's was, the, uh, he was the original one. Oh, no, it was Quang. Yeah, Quang did. So Quang did, Quang did, did do that, yeah. Rick Steiner. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, 23, Lex Luger, the man they didn't think would actually show up. But he was there. Yeah, guy he sure was. Lex Express. Yeah, D.L. Hurst, favorite wrestler, Lex Luger. That's true. <laughs> uh, G- oh, my God, number 24, Gina Chiro Tenru Yiwu. You don't matter. <laughs> Let's skip 25. <laughs> uh, Bastion Booger did not show. I was really bummed about that. Same. I was looking forward to it. Why didn't they? Action. Why didn't they replace him? I don't know. I I think that was storyline. I, I want to say that it was legit storyline. It had to be because they made a big deal about it mm. possibly being Bret Hart. Oh, that must be Bret Hart's you know spot. He must not be able to compete because they were talking oh, about right. it like you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But they, they still, after, well, Adam Bomb came out 30, so they still could have had somebody come out after Adam Bomb. So why wasn't it? Yeah. Why didn't Bastion Booger show? Is yeah, so there was only 29. Is he still alive, Bastion Booger? No, no, he's dead. God damn it, I can't even write to him. Can't tweet him. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? His name's Bastion Booger. He's not still alive. Uh, I can't no. believe somebody took a gimmick where they were called Bastion Booger. <laughs> like, I, I feel like if they were like, hey, Lauren, we're going to give you this gimmick where you're going to wear this gross-ass thing that, like, looks really dirty, and we're going to call you Bastion Booger, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Like... <laughs> yeah, sign me up. Yep. <laughs> uh, the text cash. Where you're going to stuff your face full of the most disgusting shit ever. <laughs> oh! That was such a shit gimmick. Friggin' Poor hot guy. dogs mid-match. Bastion <laughs> Booger. Uh, number 26, the model Rick Martel. Mm-hmm. My man. My man. Arrogance. Yeah, man. He's still Love alive. I don't, I don't think... Is he really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. 62, oh. living in Quebec City. No shit. Yeah. Uh, 27, the hitman. Yeah. Limping his way out. Yeah. Selfish Bret Hart. Uh, number 28 Rikishi. <laughs> oh, I mean Fatu. <laughs> uh, the Sultan. Dude, how much did you how much does he look like? I mean, I know there is kids, but Ooh, yeah. they look he looks identical to his kids at this age. You put a giant oh, yeah. fat ass on one of them Usos and you're looking like Fatu. <laughs> I was amazed with how giant his ass got from yeah, 94 man. to whenever he popped up again. <laughs> Oh, it's like, God damn, man. Uh, 29, oh. Marty Jannetty. Yo, I popped so big for this. The, really? The Jannetty well, Shawn Michaels face off. Yeah, that was Every cool. time, every time they, they got in the ring, I would always pop. Uh, he was eliminated by Shawn. He was. Yeah. But then when they were going at it, like fucking Fist of Fury, dude, I, I, even last night I popped. I was like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the, ro- the rockers explode. Number 30, Adam Baum. Yeah. Last With Harvey Whippleman, right? Yep. Yeah. Who's from Hampton, New Hampshire? No. Is he? Not Harvey. Harvey? No. Or Adam Baum? No. I get Harvey confused with uh, that shithead that managed RVD and Taz and ECW. Oh, Bill Alfonso? Yes. Bill Alfonso is from New- Hampton, New Hampshire. I have no idea huh. where Harvey Whippleman is from. 
Oh, I'll man. Harvey Whippleman. Forgot all about that, dude. Yeah. Uh, they made a big deal about Adam Bomb coming in. He only lasted fucking four minutes. Yeah, Vince McMahon uh, declared he was the, the winner before he even got to the ring. <laughs> Vince yeah. McMahon did that a lot. He would say, oh, he's been eliminated. Oh, wait. Nope. Not even close. Oh, he was so bad. <laughs> One, two, three. He got him. Oh, no, he didn't. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had him. Well, who were the final four? Let's see. We had Bret Hart, Lex Luger, Shawn Michaels, and it was Fatu. Fatu. Right? Yeah. Fatu. Uh, Ricky I mean, Chi got eliminated. And Fatu then, and uh, Sean got eliminated at the same time. Did they get eliminated at the same time? Yeah. I always, I always liked that spot. Did you like they the had, spot uh, where the next last two people were eliminated at the same time? Originally. <laughs> <laughs> what a 25 shit years show. later, not so much. What a This was... Oh, man. I will give credit to Lex Luger and Bret Hart because they timed it really well. They really did. Yeah. yeah. Perfect that's... timing. But what a dumbass finish to a Royal Rumble. <laughs> this was, we don't know who to pull the trigger on. So they, they had serious second thoughts about Luger at the time. Well, they should have. He sucked. Brett was the uh, security blanket. Yeah, Luger without sucked. a doubt. The, ins- the insurance policy. Luger was never a good wrestler. He but he had that good, forearm. He was a good gimmick. He was a good body. He was better than Hogan. I mean, I hate Hogan, so, I mean... I also hate Hogan. I, I do, too. I despise Hogan. I think he's the worst professional wrestler to ever exist. He's a great character, and he's very marketable. But he's a disgrace to people that are professional wrestlers. Yeah, uh, I've never been. Luger is right there with him, yeah. They're, they're both very bad professional wrestlers. But, yeah, Luger, why didn't they have that much confidence in him? Zero I, I don't think he was selling. I don't think he was selling very well. You ever see the cage match where Bruiser Brody just beat the fuck out of Luger? It's so good. I'll post the, I'll post the match up. It's on YouTube. But there was a match where Luger was very green into the business and stuff, and he had a cage match um, with Bruiser Brody, and Brody just beat the fuck out of him because Luger was running his mouth before the match and stuff in the back room, and it was so good. But anyway... Uh, if they were unsure of pulling the trigger on Luger, why not just go with Bret Hart as the winner? Because they were unsure. They, I don't think they were fully like not wanting to pull the trigger on Luger, but they didn't want to completely do it. I don't know. Maybe they did it that way because they figured nobody would predict that. I wouldn't have. Because Bret had already been a champion by this time, right? He had already been yeah. a world champion multiple mm-hmm. times. At least two times, I think. Um, I don't know. I just don't get the... Because then what did they do? They did two matches for the title at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Luger versus Yokozuna at first. And then to keep that even, Brett had a match with Owen to kick it off. Mm -hmm. And then it was Brett and Yoko in the main event. So they, they knew where they were going with the main event. With Brett and Yoko. I just don't get why they would, I don't know, why Lex Luger is even a name people talk about, I don't understand. Because <laughs> the Lex Express, baby. Oh, no, because he sat there and let <laughs> Miss Elizabeth die, the piece of shit. <sighs> Maybe that's why I hate Lex so much, because he allowed Miss Elizabeth to be taken from this world. I, I can only, when I think of Lex Luger, all I can think of is that fucking promo where he couldn't get his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just sucks. <laughs> All around, <laughs> he just sucks. Um, <laughs> so, Lauren, this was, this is your favorite Royal Rumble? Yes. Why? I mean, um, I, I actually really enjoyed that ending with Lex Luger and Bret Hart co- as co-winners. Um, I mean, watching it again now, it's, I mean, it's still cool because it just brings me back to that time. But I just remember, like, just being so flippin' excited because I was just a kid watching that. And the, the Brett and Owen match, like, I hadn't watched this in so long. And to, to um, watch it again just brought me right back. And plus, it took place in Providence where uh, I grew up. So that's why. <laughs> All right. I'm not mad at it. I love it. Uh, Jad, where do you rank this paper, this Royal Rumble, in your list of Royal Rumbles? Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. How many Royal Rumbles have there been? Too many. Sixty-three. Okay, then wow. I put it in the. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I just would, off the top let, of your head, you know, we're not ranking let, every Royal Rumble in the world here. Yeah, no, I know. If say if they're like a nice round number, if there's been thirty Royal Rumbles, I would probably put it in. Like the final ten, it's I I didn't hate it. It's uh, 2019 will be the 32nd Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah. yeah. Then I'll holy wow. shit. <laughs> I'll put it like you know somewhere between number 20 and 32, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Very vague. Nice. I I you know I I dug it. It was it was fun to go back and watch it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. I, I, I don't know why I love the Yoko Taker match. I know it went like kind of long toward the end, but I, I loved it. The mm-hmm. actual Royal Rumble match itself was all right. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, middle of the pack for me, I suppose. All right. All right. Derek, what about you? Uh, I put it. It's probably in my top ten of favorite Royal Rumbles. Mm-hmm. If we're just talking like strictly like when we first like watched it like at the time, absolutely top ten for me. Like if I were to go back and watch it, like going back and watching it now, it's not in the t- the top ten quality wise of all the rumbles, but it's it was definitely one of my top ten favorite, more enjoyable. Hmm. I loved the finish at the time. I did too, honestly, and I thought, I guess I I guess I dug that little like kind of tournament off deal they had at WrestleMania 10. I I mean it got listen, it got us Brett Owen and that's one of my favorite matches. So Ugh. Yeah, I think the whole Brett Owen thing, Brett limping out at the in the Rumble's like one of those iconic sights. Yeah. Um <laughs> Undertaker <laughs> coming up through the screen. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> the coffin cam, yo, it had everything. Quang. It had everything. It had everything. <laughs> Uh, I dug it. I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I was anticipating. Uh, I was really excited when I realized I was watching the Royal Rumble that didn't lead into Hogan taking the title at WrestleMania. Because <laughs> I got really... That Rumble was terrible. I got really bummed that we... Yeah. See, I thought it was 93, even though it said 94. But I was like, oh, I hope this doesn't lead to the debacle of Yoko and <laughs> Hogan. Um, but I liked it a lot more than I was anticipating. I watched it last night, and I... Thought I was going to fall asleep, but I actually stayed awake for the whole thing and liked it. So That's one of my, the ones I like. I mean, I would much prefer to watch Ric Flair win the Royal Rumble and become WWE champion, but we're going to get to that. So, <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a good one. Good pick, Lauren. Thank you. 
Yeah. Okay. But with that, we gotta wrap this baby up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, Derek. You're our outro, man. I'm the outro, man? You are the outro, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this week. Uh, next week, which is it my pick next week? It's my pick, right? I have no idea. Yeah, whatever. We'll I'm, I'm just going to make the call sure. right now. It is my pick for Royal Rumble. And uh, we will be reviewing Royal Rumble 2001. Just, woo! Woo! That's probably my top two Rumble full time. Yeah, that was a good Rumble. Yeah, star studded. Uh, almost as star studded as this podcast. <laughs> um, speaking of, thanks now that we again, have Lauren. Lauren. Thanks again, Lauren, for coming on. Hi, that, welcome. You see thanks that for having seg- me. You, you see that segue, guys? I did see that segue because I was oh. getting nervous. I was like, wait, wait, wait <laughs> is he just going to completely skip over the fact that we right. have Lauren on? That was smooth, right? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking smooth. Yeah, I got a smooth you, operator. Lauren, yeah. do, you have any, do you have any dates coming up where people can watch you announce? Um, I do, yes. I am in Westerly, Rhode Island with um, EPW. Um, on January 25th, there's a Friday night. Um, that show is going to be huge. Actually, it's been being promoted for like months. That's a really big one. Um, and even before that, I am at TCW on January 18th. Uh, their show is called Determination. So get this, this show, TCW, it's run by a 16 year old kid. He is incredible. His name is AJ Phoenix. He's such a great kid, and he runs this promotion. It's 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 just like amazing. He's that, he's great. That name sounds um, so, made up. So so what's that? <laughs> so that name seems made up. Oh <laughs> it, yeah, that's that's his that's his wrestling name. <laughs> um, that's at the Chop Shop in Pawtucket. Um, if you look it up, it's uh, it's in downtown Pawtucket, and uh, and I'll be there on uh, on the 18th. And uh, where else am I this month? You know, wrestling shows kind of slow down a little bit in the winter. Like, uh, I remember last summer I had one, like, not even one, like two, three every single weekend. And now I'm like, ah, I got two this month. So it, they kind of do slow down a little bit in the winter. But, um, yeah, so those are those are two that I'm doing um, coming up in the in the near future. And tonight, 7 to 10, Mix 104.1, you said? You got it, except 7 to midnight. That is 7 to midnight. Eastern yeah. time. I know we... We got listeners in Alaska, so Eastern time. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yes. Yep. 104.1. Sunday, January 6th. For those that are confused about the date today. (laughs) Like myself. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you want to plug your social media at all, Lauren? Give a... Nah. No? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, fun at all. Sure. Right, fuck me, right? Um, All right. <laughs> it's uh, it's at Radio Lauren, and uh, my name is spelled with an O because my parents did that to me. Um, so it's Radio L O R E N. That's my Twitter. That's my Instagram, and uh, you could probably find me on Facebook that way too. Cool, cool. That's pretty much it. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the intro. Thanks for popping on. You were awesome. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> ah, yeah. fuck, Derek. What's up? Brick oven Brad. Well, yeah, he fucking big leagued us. And, uh... R.I.P. R.I.P. Ten bell salute for Brick oven Brad. <laughs> He's Whatever. Yeah. It's a new year. New year, new brick. <clears throat> yeah, but you know who's not going to be a new person this year? New year, yeah. same prick. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking prick. And uh, everybody's New Year's resolution should be not to be like Dave Meltzer and not to be a... Mm, na 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 na. 
Na 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 na. Nerd. Good. Good. Don't listen to Wrestling Observer. It sucks. <laughs> All right, we'll We're talk to you guys better. next week. Adios, fellers. Love See you, Marks. A man who really needs no introduction, the host of Spotlight, the host of All American, and man about town for the World Wrestling Federation, my friend, Gene Okerlund. Well, let me tell you something, me, Gene. Well, you know me, Gene. Well, you know something, me, Gene. Well, let me tell you something, mean Gene. I've always wanted to do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, attention, hotline fans. Attention, hotline fans. Welcome back to Saturday night and attention, hotline fans. Again, there's more late breaking news about two major WWF players rumored to be headed here to World Championship Wrestling. You're looking for something from me? Forget it, pal. Yes, city. You still owe me $500 from the Denver game. <laughs> what Denver game was that? You remember the Denver game that we bet on? I am talking yeah. about Macho Madness and Hulkamania, two mega powers meeting here tonight. Hulk Hogan, what is happening? Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Macho Man nothing Randy Savage. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Intercontinental Champion. He's from Sarasota, Florida. What's with the broom? Wait a minute. What is the... Professional wrestling completely clean. Oh, yeah. Your mustache is crooked. Your beard is a little sideways, too. Don't you think I have a little bit of interest right there? I'm a bigger man. How did we get into this? Rick Flair, you have made world. Put that cigarette out. And I had to fight inch for inch to get this, and I'm not about to lay down on my back and let someone cover me. I thank you very much. <laughs> we're going to be right back. You guys can go yourself because we're out of time here, pal. <laughs> Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Publicly stated that, damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? Me! Woo! My God! Gene! Mean Gene! Bischoff used to say to me, don't go out there and go mean Gene anymore. I'm tired of hearing it. So, Bischoff, this is for you. Mean! Ladies and gentlemen, to honor the life of WWE Hall of Famer and legend, Mean Gene Okerlund, please rise as we toll the bell ten times. Thank you.